that we think is worth watching. First up is the man responsible for AEW and SmackDown, Brandon. Good week to you. We didn't find that much, but we got <laughs> WrestleMania next week, so we could talk about that. And next up is the man assigned the task of impact sometimes, NXT and Raw. Chris, how are you? What's going on, guys? And I'm Jim, and I'll talk about as many Japanese promotions I can handle in a week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Har Number Four Wrestling. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Let's get started. We have a big week, but not much to talk about. So, I guess we'll get started with AEW. At least a little bit of AEW, because it was really fucking bad. Brandon, is there anything you want yeah. to talk about from AEW? Well, our boy QT, QAnon Marshall, has his own faction now, so we don't have enough factions on that show. Um, last, I don't think we even talked about it, but he had this stupid thing where he's going to have an exhibition with Cody that turned into uh, another chaotic riot-type match, and uh, we, we, we have the Nightmare family has been fractured. So that happened, and then there was a goofy-ass arcade fight where they were breaking up phone board games and throwing arcade machines around that clearly didn't have a, anything in them. So I, I kind of hated this one. I'm not going to lie to you, Jim. Do you have anything that you wanted to say about it? This was a show that I quickly kept turning off for many reasons. I'd flip over to NXT. NXT had a much better show for their go-home. Um, most importantly, and you know, we were texting back and forth during the show, AEW had an opportunity to cash in on Britt Baker's amazing match against Thunder Rosa. Uh, I think they had a promo. I think uh, Jade Cargill, I think she just had a promo, right? Am I correct on that? Yeah, one? yeah. yeah it was just the, the pre-taped Jade Cargill promo, I think. Yes, and then there was a match well, between really. Bunny and, who was it against? It was Bunny and, I don't remember. But there was uh, she didn't take Conti. I think she was with Nyla Rose, and I might be blanking on one person. Okay, but there was a yeah, lot of yeah, dudes Bunny and Nyla involved. Rose there was a shit ton of dudes involved in these matches. Lots of dudes. Lots of dudes outside the ring. All the dudes. There are so many fucking dudes on this show, and they all look like a bunch of janky indie sleep in my van wrestlers hitting each other with chairs. Bleeding before, okay, bleeding before, they're cutting each other's foreheads open before 9 o'clock, which blows my mind. Like, how many people are watching with their kids, right? They're like, hey, check this out. And then there's there's kids, ble- the, the people on television are bleeding all over the place, and then they switch over to something else. This is, this is just like terror. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this show. Please explain to me. Brandon, you're the expert. I don't know. The the thing, yeah, besides the fact that they're just, I think they said bitch ass and then a couple bloody spots all before 10, 9 p.m. Not that not that I care too much about that. What the fuck is going on is a big good summary. But like you said, it's a bunch of guys that feel like they sleep in their van and none of them have really evolved beyond that over the course of a year now. And it's just it's continued to be a bunch of dudes, which is. Uh, slowly taking the the wind out of my sails, I would say. And unless they're going to like throw them like, you know, Japanese wrestling has factions, and New Japan in particular has factions. And unless they're going to start putting them in faction fights where it's like, you know, four on four house show versus you know, QT Marshall's 
QTs, I guess, or whatever you fuck you want to call them, and and the, the Nightmare QT. Family. The Q-tips. The Q-tips versus the Q-tips versus the Nightmare Boys. Like, unless you're going to have them in like these, you know, eight man tag matches in Road Two shows, it doesn't like. What does the faction prove? Like, now we have how many factions do we have now? Five, at least five, correct? I think we blew it. What's that? Yeah, oh, there's only one name for QT Marshall's faction. What? The QAnons. The QAnons. The QTAnons. Yeah, I'd, it's okay. So let's go through the factions real quick. So we got the There's pinnacle, it. the Coors Light pinnacle, correct? Yep. Brandon, I'll let you go through them. It's your show. Okay. Well, let's let's see what I can remember. With okay. we have the the pinnacle. Yes. We have the nightmare family. Okay, that's two. We have whatever. We have whatever. Uh, QAnon just bred out of uh, QAnon. QT Marshall's ass three. last week. The the night the nightmare to watch family. Yes. You could call them. Um, the inner circle, mm-hmm. the, uh, would you call this a faction? The, I guess these are more like they, there's a bunch of like three man groups after that, right? Like there's the, the three sided object represented by two people plus well, one, yeah. there's the Jurassic express, but these aren't really factions. I no, think I have to say that's more of a tag team, right? Like a three man tag, but, but I mean like, okay, maybe you're missing some. So, um, the uh the order the, oh, dark, the order. dark order so that's order. number five um matt hardy's group that's number six because he's got like fucking eight dudes in that thing now now he's got yeah god dude this just changes so fast too right? like, got some of this <laughs> matt hardy has like eight dudes in the last two weeks. <laughs> he just keeps adding dudes across different shows so like he shows up on on um dynamite which is the only show we watch and you're just like, wait, what happened when? Oh, you have to go back and watch Elevation. Not doing it. Sorry. So, I mean, we named six. Chris, can you name any more? Did we miss any? No, I think all the rest of them were, uh, were trios. Right. Like, okay, there was the – But even um... still, you have a bunch of trios. <laughs> right. They aren't really yeah. trios because they're, they're now factions. Like, Death Triangle went from the be the three-sided object represented by two people to the three-sided object represented by four people. Yes. Because now they have the other dude in there whose name is escaping me. Unless this is building to some, like, ridiculous faction war pay-per-view where you have, like, the Dungeon of Doom (laughs) pay-per-view where it's, like, stacks Uh, of cages and, like, a gauntlet to go through. Like, what's the point of this? Because they're not booking any of it well. Please please answer me these questions, Brandon. Yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for you. The the butcher and the blade are get, getting passed around like a old starting pitcher at the end of his career. It's like every every couple of weeks they're trying out with somebody else. For, they're, the, uh, they're the David uh, Wells of they just yeah. plays on twenty different teams. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't every fucking know. You had on it's like I said. I uh, you know you're right about the factions. That's a good point. But the thing that I'm annoyed by is that you're supposed to watch this show and go, hey, here's all the guys that deserve the chance, and here's their chance, and. It, I'm like, did they really deserve a chance? What, 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 uh, yeah, what did they do? What, what are they, they doing with their the back time and here? They hung yeah. out in the back and handed out sandwiches. Like, I don't know what they did. I don't get it. AEW built off of this presumption that there's a lot of really great wrestlers that just need some airtime, and they, I don't know if it's AEW's fault or these guys' fault, but the, I would say that presumption is somewhat false. They now have three different shows, and I don't know half of the roster. 
I don't know, like Aaron Solo shows up. Yeah, you know Scorpio I mean? like, Sky and Ethan Page are like the same guy now. It's coming for this. This one. Yeah, yeah, right. They had that promo where they were the same dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I, I don't know. I didn't hate that promo though. No, no, it wasn't yeah. bad. But just to your point, they're just like the fuck. And no women. There's no fucking women on these shows. They got to fit all these dudes. I want more women, man. Chris, thoughts on AW? No, I think you guys nailed it. <laughs> Chaos. We have a big show Pointless this week. Chaos. Let's move on. We, we don't have any final thoughts on AEW. Listen, I I want to be more positive when watching professional wrestling. I want this podcast to not just be us shitting on things, but right now they're not giving us much. They're giving us a pile of poop and saying, here, it's filet mignon. Enjoy. And I don't want yeah, to well, At least we're having fun. We are. I mean, fun. really, we're not sitting here angry about it. We're finding how to make humor out of the situation so it's yeah you know it'll get good again it's just right now we're kind of in a really weird point and covid ain't helping i can't change the weather man it's no it, i hear you. nothing but shit storms coming in that's all i can talk about I, uh, <laughs> all right let's move along so new japan uh they showed off their new belt did you guys get to see the new belt i did what do you think chris <laughs> i mean two things number one i I don't hate it. Right. And number two, I'll be honest with you, from New Japan right now, I don't give a fuck. Right. That's the most important thing, I think. The most important thing about this is that I don't give a fuck either. Uh, Brandon, yeah, thoughts I on the new belt? Yeah, I don't care. Um, I don't like it I, because I'm a type of person that hates change. I, I think that they built up some equity with that old belt. It looked awesome. It looked classic. Why take that away? It never crossed my mind once that that belt should be changed. I did like the fact, though, that uh, like Jay White was challenging Tanahashi for the Never Belt because it's like now the Never Belt is like has more equity built up than this goofy ass Cody Rhodes neck tattoo belt. I didn't make that <laughs> joke up, but it's, it's so true. Whoever it's out that there. Belt. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah, I I am. Um, uh, I, I have. My opinion on it is that, you know, they have a whole new generation of kids they have to sell stuff to. So they, yeah. got, a, they got a new fucking belt, and it's shiny, and it looks like something that would uh, fucking be the belt that you win in Pokemon. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. It's something that, like, I watch all these new, like, tokusatsu shows, like Ultraman and Super Sentai and... And Common Rider, and they always the toys they sell aren't action figures. They're some thing you wear that you hit buttons and lights shoot out, and they all kind of look like this belt. That's their focus audience. Is they're shooting for kids. That's yeah. the only thing I got to say on it. It's not. That's it's not. Toy. It's not for us old men. It's for children. That's a toy coming out at some point. Plus, uh, I think when I did, I was looking up this belt, and I think they originally they had a belt years ago that kind of looked like this. Yeah, they did in the uh, late 90s, I think they had. They basically took, like, a bunch of different designs, and they created a whole story behind it, like, the uh, jewels in it represent the continents, which there's only five, but there's seven continents, five continents of the world, and, like, they had this, they, they put a lot of thought into this fucking belt, and then it just ends up coming out, and it looks like the Fire Pro Wrestling fucking logo. <laughs> I just hate change, man. I know, I hear you. <laughs> I want what am I going to do with my replica stuff. belt at the bar now? i got to throw it in the trash. It's a collector's item. All right, so Castle Attack happened in New Japan. I'm not going to talk about it, really, because the show wasn't great. A lot of six-man tags. Um, Mr. Uh, Unmentionable won the title. 
So this belt, which yeah, looks I, like a I bird, the unmentionable one, won it? Yeah, it's it's on the the unmentionable belt is on the unmentionable waist. Yes. So, <laughs> but he gets challenged by Shingo and then um, Okada. And they have a bunch of matches, like shows coming up. And Okada is already booked for one of the big shows to go against whoever wins the title. So I think Shingo is going to lose this title, <laughs> lose his first shot. So, uh, so the unmentionable one gets at least one under his belt. The one thing about heels in New Japan is they don't hold the belt long. They usually hold it for like one or two shows. Like even AJ Styles, I think he he held it up until Wrestle Kingdom and lost. No, he lost it before that. Like he only had it through a summer and then lost it. So that's light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, also uh, Okada uh, carried the torch today uh, for the Olympics. The COVID Olympics. He did? Yeah, he did. It's, it's on his <laughs> oh, Instagram. I love that. It's great. And he did like a, a you know panoramic selfie where people were like clapping and laughing their asses off. Yeah, he carried the, he carried the torch through Tokyo. <laughs> That's amazing, right? That's so awesome. This is probably my naivete, but I, after all of the build for Ibushi getting the title, I just kind of chalk it up that he was going to hold it for more than uh, three months. Yeah. And then he, they basically made him roll out this, this, in my opinion, goofy-looking belt and then hand it over to the, the worst person that they cut a check to every two weeks. So. Yeah, after he built up this big story about how he's going to unify the belts and he was going to become the god of professional wrestling. He gave it all. He lost it to the turd of professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming out. I mean, maybe we'll check out a couple shows. I mean, I didn't watch any of these. I just know the results. I'm giving you the results. I'm not fucking going to watch any of this shit. But um, Stardom's Yokohama show happened. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't made you guys watch it yet because it's not streaming. But big news came out of it. B Priestley who we last remember by some shitty wrestler uh, giving her a cutter and kicking her out of his faction. She's leaving. She's leaving stardom in a bunch of tears. She apologized to everybody she feuded with and said, I really like you. I'm really sorry. There was a lot of tears, and she's going to the U.K. So, of course, speculation abounds. I think it's pretty obvious she's going to NXT U.K. Brandon, I'll go to you first. Mm, I don't have too much, man. I mean... Pretty pretty strange exit to get RKO'd and then take off, leave the country. Maybe uh, you know what else can you say, dude? I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Storytelling, brother. <laughs> Chris, thoughts? Well, I would assume that if you think about it, though, the way the timing works out, that was probably an abrupt decision that she made that she had to leave the country, or there was a screw up somewhere where she wasn't able to work in the country anymore, and that was their slap it together to get her out of here and have it not just disappear. So they were on that stupid angle. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I would assume just NXT UK. I don't know that there's any real women's wrestling presence in the UK other than that. I mean, other than just like really small shows here and there. I think the biggest company is Eve out of the UK. Yeah. What I, I, yeah, it's, I've seen multiple reports or different reports, differing reports, I should say. One of them said that she had to suddenly leave the country. But I didn't see a follow-up on that. So maybe... But if that's the case, and she had to suddenly leave the country, say because someone was sick or because of some weird thing went wrong and she had to leave the country, and one of her uh, shitty boyfriend's um, things that he did was to bury some girl who had to leave the country suddenly... 
It's yeah, just, that's it's, what, you know what I mean? It's all coming full circle on this fucking guy. He's the worst. Brandon, go. That's what I was kind of trying to work around there. What I didn't want to say was like, I'm, I'm sure this wasn't what actually happened, but what if, if that storyline couldn't have gone over worse? Now they let it, they let you know that, oh, she's now disappearing from the entire country after she got assaulted by her boyfriend on on New Japan World. It's like, <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, we'll get caught up on Yokohama Dream once it shows up. Uh, from what I saw, nothing too crazy happened. But So, you know, I mentioned that we are getting a little bit in the negative. We're, you know, it's not our fault, I don't think. I think, it's, I think it's the product that's been put in front of us. So going forward, and I think it'll be next week, but maybe in two weeks because we got WrestleMania next week. I think, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think it's a good idea if, so we banged our heads together and we're going to start reviewing older matches, matches that we particularly want to watch. We started with the Hanukkah match, her last match in stardom from 2020. And going forward, we're going to take turns and we're going to pick matches. We're going to watch it. So Chris's turn is up and the match he picked was, Chris, you got it up? Uh, I don't have the date up, but I can tell you what match it was. Yeah, uh, I picked from NXT TakeOver in Dallas uh, for WrestleMania weekend that year. It was the uh, Sami Zayn versus the debuting Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, so listeners at home, if you haven't seen this match, I believe it's from January 1st of 2016. If you haven't seen this match, seek it out. It is not on Peacock, right, Chris? No, it's not. The NXT TakeOvers are not on Peacock. So you'll have to use covert ways to find it uh, i found it pretty easily Chris yeah i had it. no problem finding yeah. it either. but uh yeah i think either next week or two weeks you know go back and watch it get some fucking some juice in your veins for watching professional wrestling because uh watching this weekly shit has not been great the build hasn't been great brandon you excited for this have you come up with the match for a couple of weeks from now like a nice like a nice mint just refresh, refresh your palate, get yes. something good in, and then we'll yeah. come back to the rest of and the And talk. Andy's candies. And then, so, yeah, like so... An <laughs> and then after that, we can watch uh, Judy. The Undertaker hang the big boss man. So. <laughs> yes! Okay, yes! No, I'm Is down. that what you pick? <laughs> yes! No, uh, listen, I just, let me just yeah. interject here. It was... Uh, the date was April 1st, 2016. Oh, you know what? My listing it was, was... WrestleMania weekend. My listing was... A, uh, we're the only country in the world that lists uh, month first. I had one four. Yes. It's four one. Yeah, it was, it's four, four one. one. April 1st, 2016. Remember, it was NXT TakeOver Dallas. Uh, the main event on that was uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. I can't believe that... Um, I'm realizing this because I get a lot of stuff and I'm, I have to make it at home from like Japan and stuff, and I'm trying to translate fucking metric into standard it's a nightmare because we barely learn metric <laughs> it's the worst. you're all turned around i'm like what the fuck all right so how's the pakari sweat jim oh you don't know what pakari sweat is i do know what it is but i've not i one i want to know where you acquired it and two what does it taste like uh pakari it's sweat like official is beverage from... of new japan yes it's uh <laughs> it's a energy drink similar to gatorade I got it from uh, Kmart or Hmart. Sorry, I keep saying Kmart. Kmart's that other store. That's I don't the even one. Know if that's, they're open anymore. Are that's they? the official store of the uh, WWE. No, uh, Hmart, which is a Korean uh, supermarket chain. I drive over the Cherry Hill and stock up. So uh, 
Yeah, uh, Picari Sweat is it's grapefruit flavored, <laughs> quote unquote. Sweat, sweat flavored. Yes. <laughs> And it's kind of funny because a friend of mine reached out to me when I, I had posted this on Instagram that I got Pokari Sweat to deal with my um, possible second shot uh, symptoms from COVID. And um, he mentioned, he's like messaged me, he's like, I loved being in Japan and seeing people get Pokari Sweat, you know, you know, white people getting Pokari Sweat, laughing, tasting it, and being surprised that it didn't taste like they expected it to. It's not made of sweat. It's supposed to help you when you sweat. Ah, there you I'm go. Trying to, trying to get my paws on some Picari sweat. Head over, to, head over to H Mart, man. The fucking shit's great. There you go. I love that place. The place is amazing. All right, so let's move on. You ready? I'm trying to speed this along. I don't know if you can yeah. tell because we're I about, am ready. Yeah. We're about to we're about to fucking bog down, baby. Yeah, NXT are. Takeover, which I did not realize is tomorrow. Wednesday is when it starts. I thought it was over the weekend. I thought it was like running similar timeline to WrestleMania. But, uh, yeah, NXT TakeOver. Chris, you got anything to add to the lead-in from the show? Well, the show I can was actually – the, the episode was actually pretty good. Let's – yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what? you're right. Let's let's talk about the matches, and then we'll we'll get there. Well, why don't I – yeah, we can do that, or I can probably lead in for the stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with the matches that are that night. Yeah, real quick. Um, I can do that in, like, a, under a minute. I'll yeah, blow, blow through this, all blow right? through it. Just things I noticed this week, and then we'll we'll go <laughs> on to the to – the, uh, yeah to the um the Baby takeover girl. so yeah so we got roddy losing to cameron grimes roddy's got broken man syndrome now he doesn't want to be around anymore um they're still in love with zoe stark she's on again in the feature role uh you get jaya lee versus casey and caden at the same time oh yeah this was good this was good and we'll get into more of this later um it pretty much ended when uh, Jaya Lee, well, I'm sorry, Caden decides to get angry, goes up the ramp, and I said, she talks shit, she gets hit. <laughs> she gets grabbed by the throat, and smoke gets spit in her face, and she yes. passes out. This was Let's really Let's not call good. it spit. She was kind of like, a release. Yeah, sure, like, like, a, like a release of smoke, smoke in her face. Um, she got real stoned from that smoke. She passed the yep. fuck out. Johnny Gargano lets us know that he speaks English as well as American. Yes, this is very good. Um, uh, Raquel. Uh, puts EO through a fucking wall, and they end up fighting later on the sh- later on in the show. Chris, and Chris, I you got an alert. What's going on? There we go. <laughs> she goes through the. It's almost oh, stop. There we go. Sorry about that. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was for a park. That was for a parking meter at work. Um. Yes, yeah, so Raquel puts EO Shirai through a fucking wall, and later on in the show they end up rumbling in the ring. And they go full-blown. NXT goes full-blown Saturday afternoon, old school, with a bunch of dummy female wrestlers coming out as a gang. Yep. That you never heard anyone. And the two in the ring that take a bump are so bad. Yes. I, I was actually standing up watching the TV going, no, no, oh, no. I fucking love so, this. I thought this was a great go-home take-home episode. And look, take home, go home. look, here's the thing. I think there's certain things where wrestling has gotten better. And I think there's certain things where wrestling has gotten mark, uh, far worse, and uh, you know, since we were kids. And one of the things I miss, uh, I miss the most, is when two guys are beating each other up. It's not the guys you know that come out. It's the dummies that yeah, come out. I miss the gang of punching bags, you know, because then you got like, you know, it, it puts this marked difference between like your mid carters and your main car, uh, your main eventers. 
Whereas, like, you get eight mid-carters out and they all can't beat up Drew McIntyre, it, it kind of makes them all look really silly. So I'm a big fan of what they did. But that's pretty much it. Um, you know, we found out who was going to go into the Eliminator for let's the uh, battle. You want to, let's get on, get on to well, the let's, Eliminator. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Why don't let's we move on to the pay-per-view or to, this, to the uh, TakeOver? So uh, match one is the Eliminator. Okay. Le- Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight. And the winner gets a North American title shot for night two. Yes. Yes. Predictions, thoughts, Chris? So I thought this was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed the way they had this set up. It was a little overcomplicated just through the explanation. but So I think they went a little bit too far with that. But, I mean, once they got it going, it was a lot of fun. Things happened that I was like, if this happens, I'm going to be mad. But the way that it happened, I was okay with. So you, um, the main thing that I was talking about was I said to myself, if Cameron Grimes gets in this match and fucking Kushida doesn't, I'm going to be pissed. Well, Kushida gets eliminated, but he gets eliminated by Dunn, and he eliminates both of them. Yeah, both at the same time. Yeah, yeah so that was fine. So now you got a feud between those two, which should be a decent match. And those two are actually added to TakeOver. So that match is going to be on one of the nights. Kushida versus Pete Dunne. Um, and they also did the, you know, they're, I had in my notes, LA Knight gets the hard push. He's going to be the winner of this match. Uh, he's going to eliminate Cameron Grimes, which gives Cameron Grimes, in my opinion, because I don't see LA Knight, the heel, fighting Johnny Gargano, the heel. Right. I think it's going to be Cameron Grimes, and it's going to give Cameron Grimes the the ability to eliminate the person he comes in and fights, and then the person that comes in after him. Right. That, so I, I think that would be a surprise. Wait, you mean to win this match? Yeah, I think he's going to win this match. Okay, that would be a surprise to me. But Brandon, let me get your thoughts first. You think it would be a surprise if Cameron Grimes wins or yes. L.A. Knight wins? No, either of these guys. I think Dexter Loomis is winning this. Oh, it's... you know what? I told, I, I'm looking at Cameron Grimes on my – I mean Dexter Loomis. I'm looking oh, at, okay, my, okay. I'm looking at yeah. my notes, and I see Cameron Grimes, and his his name is just no, stuck no, in my head. Yeah, it's but definitely – Dexter Loomis. <laughs> this has got I Dexter Loomis written all over my screen. Okay. I got to take my – what I have to do is take my notes down. So what I mean is, is that it'll give the opportunity because the second to the last person that comes in is going to be Dexter Loomis. The last guy that comes in is going to be L.A. Knight. I don't think you have L.A. Knight and Gargano fight each other. They're essentially almost – they are there are differences, but they're the same type of heel. Yes. This weird, arrogant heel. And also and L.A. Knight just actions. showed up. So you got to have, him, gotta have him go against the baby face. For, him and Bronson mm-hmm. Reed will probably get – or Bronson Reed will eliminate him. Yeah. Well, Bronson Reed, it goes once one guy gets eliminated, another oh, guy comes so in. It's, it's, right. Okay, so it's not like the Royal Rumble where they no. might all end up in there. No, so it's what like it's going to be gauntlet, is, right? Sorry, it is a gauntlet. I just got – I don't know the yeah, fucking difference. There were 12 guys <laughs> – I'll explain it real quick. There were 12 guys in the Battle Royal. Once we got down to six guys in the Battle Royal, six guys eliminated, those six guys get into the gauntlet match. No, I get that. They, so now they it's a enter, gauntlet match. Okay. They enter in the order in which they were eliminated. So the last <laughs> guy in the ring is the last guy to come down. Got it. Last two 
were Loomis and L.A. Knight. Sorry, so I was a little confused. I, I'm not confused about how they got here. I was a little confused at how they were going to execute it. The gauntlet match, yeah. I was thinking yeah, it, was more, it was more of a Royal Rumble thing. Every couple of minutes, a guy comes rolling in. But no, it's no, one no. dude gets knocked out, then someone else Another comes in. Another dude comes right. in. So now you give the opportunity for Dexter Loomis to eliminate the person he comes in after mm-hmm. and the person that comes in after him, which is going to be L.A. Knight. I don't see, like you said, what are they doing with either of these characters if L.A. Knight wrestles Gargano? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Brandon, so. now thoughts since we explained the whole fucking thing. Uh, I don't, everybody knows that when you've got 12 men trying to compete for one title, the first half – you go rumble style match. The second half, then you go gauntlet style. So well, yeah. <laughs> you got to weed it down. But uh, no, I don't have too much thoughts. I'm excited for this. I like Grimes. I I like L.A. Knight back from back when he's in N.W.A. So I'll check this out. But I, to be honest with you guys, NXT usually falls outside my bandwidth on a weekly basis. No, I got. I, got, I uh, understand this, that. The, the stars have a line this week where uh, I'm getting a a open space in my evenings with work. So. I plan to consume all 14 hours of NXT TakeOver, whatever we get, and we'll come back with some refined thoughts next week. But I don't want to bog down already a long pass. So you two rock and roll through the rest of this. I, I did enjoy the uh, the, match, the Battle Royal lead-in to this. It was a lot of fun, especially uh, Dexter Loomis creeping in the corner. and then eventually Yeah, he crept in the corner yeah. all night. That was good. Yeah. Well done. It played right into his character. Yeah. Okay, next up, uh, NXT Tag Championship. It's vacant. MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. I'm not going to say anything because I have no opinion on any of this. Chris, go ahead. I mean, if you were to let me know, like, all right, who who would I want to win this if I'm making a pick? It would be uh, Legado del Fantasma just because I like the gimmick. I think it's cool. Brandon, you got um, a pick? Go ahead. Get a pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with MSK. Glaxo-Smith-Klein. Wesley Fence. and Nash Carter, who I would never would have known that's what their their names were oh. watching this. What it's... are their names? Wesley. Wesley and Nash Carter. Wesley. Two different words, not just Wesley. Not, not no, just two Wesley. Different words. Wes, Wesley Lee and Nash Carter, or his formerly known as Fat Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care about this at all. Right, like this is oh God. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Legato <laughs> Del Fantasma. I'll take them. Yeah, just because they had King Cuerno. Didn't even know the tag team was vacant, and I watch this every week. <laughs> Chris, I'm going through this card that I have, and I don't see um, Kushida and Dunn it's, on here. It's it's on night one. They announced it on TV last night. Uh, on TV last night? Oh, uh, for, I'm sorry, last week. It's on there. Weird. I'm gonna have to go through this real quick. All right, let me get through. Let me let me get you to uh, talk about the next match. So uh, NXT United Kingdom Championship, Walter, the champ versus Tommaso Ciampa. Go ahead, Chris. So I haven't seen much of Walter, uh, so I don't know that much about Walter, but you know I like Tommaso Ciampa, so I'm looking forward to this. Get a little something new, and you know Tommaso Ciampa is going to have a good match with whoever. So. Um, this should be a lot of fun. It's definitely one of the ones that's on my radar for being something that really, in my opinion, for me personally, doesn't matter. I don't care who the UK champion is. Uh, you've never seen Walter ever. Now, now there was during that period. I wasn't really watching a lot of wrestling. Okay. Um, they were pushing him and uh, he first came around when Pete 
Dunn was the European cha- European champion. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know he's really good. He is eye poison in the ring for me. I am not Who's a that? Pete Dunn fan. I well, don't like Pete Dunn. Oh, I don't like the finger breaky shit. Yeah, it that's. I'm me. just you know, and he you know, oh, he looks like the he, he looks like the Hessian from Sleepy Hollow. I, I just find it difficult. Now he's got the ratty <laughs> hair, and the orange skin. I just can't do it. Oh my god, I'm trying my hardest to try to find an updated match card. I'm having a hard time. All right, let's uh, let's imagine that match card does have Pete Dunn versus um, uh, Kushida on it. Chris, or Brandon, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thoughts on this match? Volter versus Tommaso Ciampa. Now this is like right up my alley for what I'm looking for from NXT as a uh, on and off fan. I, I don't know what you want to call it, casual fan. This is going to be the one that's going to get me off my phone absolutely and see what these two do. So I would recommend. Uh, if you don't pay too much attention to this, this feels like to me they're going to do something good because, like Chris says, the storyline doesn't really fucking matter. It's just two guys are going to go out there and try to uh, make something fun happen. That's how I see it. Plus, um, you know, if you're following along on TV, um, Tim Thatcher has been missing. Uh, so maybe oh. there'll be a return of Tim Thatcher. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen here? I would assume there's going to be a lot of outside interference, all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying. One to, of my pet. God, I'm sorry. One of my pet peeves is like, I'm looking at this card, go scanning through, and I see Io Shirai versus Gonzalez and Walter versus Champa, and someone that just loves like an awesome singles match that just breaks my heart to hear like, oh, but they're building up for someone to completely fuck up this cool singles match <laughs> yes. and bleed into someone else's career. I am trying desperately to find any evidence that they're wrestling. I'm looking. Well, I saw it. You can believe my own eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm going to believe. Yeah. Let's just do that then. I I just don't believe my own eyes. I'm looking at it on Wikipedia and it's listed. Wikipedia has it listed, huh? Okay, let's just do it then. And on night one, correct? That's night one. Oh, I'll take take Walter in this match. Um, So night one, uh, Kushida versus Pete Dunne. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I mean, look, I love Kushida. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, but, you know, you and I differ on this. I don't think he really – I think he's there to make other guys look good at this point. So it'll probably be a really good match, but I'm pretty sure Pete Dunne's going to get the win. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, as much as we like Kushida, there's probably no chance that he wins this. That's all I got. What do we, yeah. Is that the end of night one? That's a full five match. No, we got one more match. That's um, uh, Kushida is oh, okay. 40. He's almost 40 years old, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he's at that point in his career. Yeah. Makes a lot of other guys look really good. I don't have I, sound like I, think I mean, as you just win titles. Yeah, no, I'm but I mean, I'm I don't kidding. think he's. I don't think he's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're doing him dirty. No, of course not. That's what you. That's what he was probably hired to do. He looks great, and he's going to make other people look great. He's going to sell T-shirts. Yep. He's going to make a lot of money working for WWE. Good for him. Yep, good for him. I'm using the Wikipedia now. Okay, let's move on. Um, women's Championship headlining. Uh, Io Shirai is the champ versus Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai. One thing that uh, you hadn't mentioned, Chris, during the build to this was that um, – Io Shirai kept getting the shit kicked out of her all night, and she just kept going, yes, I fucking love it. I love it. I didn't do hear it. that. Do it some more. Yes, this is what I want. Yeah, it was great, man. She just I kept attacking that. her, and she was going, yes, yes. Well, the, 
Well, there was that period where they were asking uh, Raquel Gonzalez about what was going to happen on TakeOver or whatever. You could see Io Shirai running up from the back. It was so good. That was fantastic. She, was, she looked like she looked like um, the Roadrunner. Like her legs were just like, and her body wasn't moving. You know, it looked great. So go ahead, Chris. Uh, oh, so we're talking Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, I think this is um, farewell to Io Shirai, in my opinion. I think she's done all that she could possibly do. Um, I don't think there's anybody left, anything left to do with her. Uh, I mean, if there wasn't, if there wasn't a, um, if there wasn't, if it wasn't NXT, if there wasn't another place to move up to, this is a situation where she disappears till SummerSlam or possibly the Royal Rumble. Cause I think they've gone everywhere they could possibly go with her. So I would see her and look, it's not like Dakota, uh, not Dakota Kai. It's not like uh, Raquel Gonzalez is a slouch. You know, she's got a great look. She's a great worker. She's totally different. It totally changes the, the dynamic of the championship. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Raquel Gonzalez, and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't if we see if we don't see Io Shirai on Monday or you know a few months from now in WrestleMania or um, a Raw or SmackDown, I should say. Brandon, thoughts. No, it feels like this is one that you should probably savor because, like Chris said, one of these two is moving on, most likely. And from what we've seen with uh, a lot of the other NXT female stars, it's going to be pipoo after this for a little while. So enjoy it. I think Chris has made a, a decent point about Ayo Shirai over the, you know, since we started this, is that she's one of these talents that's just like transcends the poo poo factor. Like, no matter what she does, I think she's going to stand out. But yeah, I, I you would think until you see Oscar get fucking completely confused that she has a tag but, team. And, yeah, but I, and get Oscar's here's the thing. Oh, go, me, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's let me let me just chime in there because I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead, Chris. Here's the thing about Oscar. Whatever you say about Oscar, Oscar is weird. She's not traditional in any way, shape, or form. She's very almost like Nakamura where it's like when you look at them, you know what they're doing. You get where they're going. But everything looks kind of strange. Everything's a little theatrical. When you look at Io Shirai, you look at somebody that is just straight up, everything what they're doing is in a straight line. I'm not talking about character play. I'm talking about their work in the ring. And Asuka's awesome. And Shinsei Nakamura, awesome. But at the same time, they're very different than everybody else. Now, I'm not going to say that Io Shirai is the same, but she has almost a standard pro wrestling, um, for lack of a better way to put it, moveset about her. She just does everything so well, and that's what makes her so good. But she's not out there doing anything that, you know, in any way that you haven't seen before. And I'm trying to say this where it doesn't make me sound like, oh, she stinks. She's so good at it. You know what I mean? And she does things that are that are amazing, but they're straightforward. I, I don't know and if I, I agree with that at all. I'm sorry. Well, I don't. I think I she's. Mean, I think she's. I, maybe, when it comes to, I, I think Oscar is in a situation where she's 40 years old now, and she's kind of just in collecting paychecks and putting people over at some point. And Nakamura has never been booked well, even since the Royal Rumble. I think Io Shirai has the promise. She looks and acts and is physically different looking than anybody else on the roster and the only her biggest hurdle is probably the english language other than that i think she looks different than everybody 
No, I, I, you don't understand when I, I, I misrepresented what I was saying. Of course, she looks different than everybody. But when she does, I don't know. I'm having a hard time explaining what I mean here. Um, Let's move on to Brandon. Brandon. Uh, yeah, I just go. go I'm, I'm I done. See, no, no, no. We'll come back I to you. Just, to just have, you know, I, get it together. <laughs> I, I seem to have ignited something with both of you by saying that here comes the papoo. Uh, my point is that name one thing going on in one of the main two shows that isn't papoo. Who has no? It's all it's all turds. Papoo. No, I get it. It's, yeah. It's it doesn't have anything to do with the technical skill set of the people involved or their age. It's just here comes some junk from whatever they're going to do on the main two shows from the writing staff. If there's any reason that Yoshirai won't succeed on the main roster, it has nothing to do with her look, her ability to perform, or anything like that. It has more to do with that they're going to have her in a fucking storyline with some dude or... You know, it's she's a tag person or something. I, I don't know. They have so many women right now in this company that it's like and men that I don't know what the fuck to do with any of them. They they shouldn't have to. And you always say like, oh, the, these people should, you know, they got to work hard and get themselves over. This is a company with fucking 25 writers. Why should you have to do that? You know, what I mean? Like, this is <laughs> this is a conversation for another time. But it's like, you know, I definitely agree that Yoshirai is going to she's not going to be an NXT much longer. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I still stand by my theory that, you know, and like I said, there's no basis to this. It's pure. I'm just, you know, talking out of my ass. I have no connections or don't know what's going on. But it seems to me that it's almost like a there's I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, uh, you know, I mentioned that through that uh, SNL analogy where it's there's weird, strange shit going on with writers and if you want to get on TV, you got to do it. Like writers stealing other people's crap, I would not be surprised. That's well known. That. That's well known. I mean, yeah, it's part that's of what I mean. So company. like, it's always this playing this weird political game and being friends with this guy and not pissing off that guy, and then you got him up top being like, "I'm great," so he doesn't even pay attention to what's going but on. But then you have the guys company. within the company, which reportedly, I mean, I'm, I'm not there, so I don't know, but. Uh, you know, you got guys like Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan who are putting dudes over on purpose. Like, oh, this right. guy has talent. Like, let's give him a shot. And, which isn't, hasn't always been the thing. But I think they all have, like, they all have to get over. Because this isn't a one-man show anymore. So it's like they all have to make money. And the only way for right. them all to make money is for them all to work together to get each other money. I don't know how we got on this. We were just talking about fucking NXT takeover. Well, we were just talking about Yoshirai, yeah. and I just made. I see because Brandon, you know, went poo poo on the main roster, and then we both went on tangents. Yeah, I said it. I said it off. Brandon ruined it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. This is this is this is. I mean, you, you know, I'm just saying like it's hard for me to explain what I was talking about. Like I'm just not articulating it well the way I feel like, you know. First of all, w, WWE fans, a majority of them don't want to look at a Japanese person on TV. I'm sorry. I can almost guarantee you that that's right. Well, they're not a touring brand right now, so we... Right. I mean, it's like... And, I, I would guess that her market, like it was with... Here <laughs> we go deeper down. I know. Sorry. It's, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, let's do it. Let's do it. That's why we're here. Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Sane was, you know, you, you don't have to look at, you know, being a... Just comparing to another Japanese wrestler. You don't have to look at, like, sales numbers and you know metrics and shit like that to know that Kyrie Sane's biggest market was young girls 
they fucking yeah. loved her. You know what I mean? So like, can this? You know, and she, and she was she was a constant mid carder when she got to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's how many young girls are watching WWE? Not many, like, but their dad. I mean, that's the there is a market for them. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's all fucking fat weirdos that are watching it. <laughs> See, yeah, <laughs> pretty much Sorry. us, pretty much us, and our and our listening audience. Uh, <laughs> Just to tag on to Chris's point, I think that what, like, I think that Chris is is right, but not because it. I don't think that the adults that are watching WWE don't want to see Japanese people. I think the majority of the WWE audience is eight, and they they live in random places in America and it just doesn't land as well. You're talking about their television well, audience because I've been I mean, to those yeah, shows TV. and there there's like so many dudes at those shows. Yeah, well, it, I don't know if you know that much about eight-year-olds, but they don't have a lot of cash. Right. So I mean, even like, their kids take, you know, like their parents <laughs> taking them. No, no, yeah. Yeah, you come to Philadelphia, it's twenty-five thousand or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how big the the stadium is. It's all fucking dudes. Yeah, all right. Boo, grown-ass men booing people. Booing young women because because now not in Philadelphia. I bet you if you go to fucking like. I don't know what's what's an out of nowhere place that no that someone that listens to the show is going to be offended by. Topeka, you go to Topeka, I bet you they're fucking they're like, I want push look like gay on my screen virus. You know they're out there. Yep, yeah. You know I mean, they're out is, there. Yes. This is this is crazy. what we're talking about, dude. Wait, wait, wait. What are they saying? I want person look guy on my screen virus. I don't want that person look like that on my screen. They got the virus. Sorry, that I oh, I, okay. I was All speaking right. Topeka. <laughs> okay, That's... I got you. Sorry, it... Topeka, Kansas. I apologize. <laughs> part of yeah, well, our our big audience in, in Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> part part. I don't think anybody part... has an audience in Topeka, Kansas. I'm sorry, part Topeka. Of what... Part of what intrigues me about wrestling as an adult is you go to Monday Night Raw and you cannot find a group of 20,000 people that is more uniquely split across so many demographics and groups. That's what the fun of it is. But within those demographics, there's a lot of weird shit. So we can't not talk about that. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's part of it. Don't ignore it. Shall we move on? <laughs> we yeah, haven't even gotten on. to WWE yet. <laughs> All right. All right. Come on, let's go to. Oh, who do we pick? Night. Who's winning? You you pick Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Raquel I Gonzalez. pick Raquel Gonzalez. Well, Brandon, Raquel. Okay, let's move on. Night two. Here we go. Ember Moon and Sh- Shotzi Blackheart, who are the champs, versus the way, Candice LeRae and my favorite wrestler, Indy Hartwell. Chris, go ahead. Yeah. So. Um... I'm just – I don't even want to say anything. I'm going to go with the way here, winning this match. Why? Because you hate uh, Ember Moon? That's okay. You can say it. No, no. All right. So this is what I will say. So, um, you know, a tag team needs to be able to carry a storyline, and I don't think a babyface tag team carries a storyline in a tag team division that well ever. Right. Uh, I think it's better to have babyfaces chasing. Yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's Because you have – and you have more – you have more to – I think it's better, personally, better television to have uh, heels knocking down babyface teams one after the other after the other. To me, it makes more sense to have these guys as the tag team champions. Um, 
And I'll tell you again, I say it all the time. I really, it doesn't do anybody any favors to have um, the cringe and the, the bump and bum. Ember Moon is cringe. I mean, she really is. We still haven't figured out what her character is. Is she a biker now? Because she rides in the back of a tank? Yes, she is. She was a werewolf. No, she's a member of um, the bad guy from uh, the Toe Cutter from Mad Max. Yeah, okay. She's the Mad Max's, from Mad Max. Mad Max's crew. She's the person in the, <laughs> she's in the passenger seat of the Knight Rider's car. Yeah, she's the Moon Howler. Uh, the Toe Cutter yeah, and she, the Moon Howler. Mm-hmm. And in their match... Between with uh, Chris goes, goes mm-hmm. <laughs> in their match with uh, with uh, the other two, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Dakota Kai. Yes, when they won the championship on the same day that the other team got it, um, Shotzi Blackheart, she's young, she she's got a great look, but there are some spots and when, whenever I watch her wrestle, there are some times in those matches where I'm like, oh. This is just not good, you know? So I think these two, need, she needs some more work, in my opinion. And I just think that a, a, a heel tag team is um, more entertaining. Because you want to see them lose so bad. Yeah. And then they can do dastardly things to win. And you can do that thing where you think the good guy's going to win, and then they lose. And, oh, you know? Because even as much as I like to see a heel tag team, I like to, I always want to see them lose when they wrestle. And then I'm happy that they win when they win. Brennan, thoughts? No, this, this is doing nothing for me. So I I'm guarantee you I'm not going to watch this one. So let's move on. Chris, pick the bad guys. The baddies. Brandon? Let's go with the baddies. Brady, who, Brandon, who are you picking? You don't care. The way. The, the way. The way. The way. I am also going the way. They wouldn't have busted out that top rope el, uh, elbow drop by Indy Hartwell if they weren't going to use it in this match. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, next up. Jordan Devlin, the pig-faced cousin <laughs> of Finn Balor versus Santos Escobar for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. I didn't know NXT had a Cruiserweight Championship. I'm, I've been confused this whole time. <laughs> I thought it was the yes. Cruiserweight Championship for WWE. Uh, Chris, go Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Santos Escobar will be there with Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. I'm assuming that that's the tag team that we were that's talking about. That's Yagado del Santo. Yeah, that's Yagado del Santo. Yagado del Santo. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Uh, well, the hot tag team Yagado ain't showing up and losing, so we got to go with Santos here. That's, this is my prediction for the weekend. Big weekend for Yagato Del Fantasma. <laughs> I also <laughs> I'm going with it too. Santos Escobar. I'm going yeah, with it too. You know, everybody. Santos Escobar, Escobar has some equity build up, and this d- other dude Pigman. just kind of showed back up. Pig face. And then then they included Sexy Boy, to you know because they needed a ladder match. So Wonkai Sexy Boy gave him a ladder, and there we go. Yep. Oh, oh, this is a ladder match. Sorry. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's a ladder match. I don't give a shit about this. Santos Escobar yeah. will jump off shit though, for <laughs> sure. All right, next there, up. Ready? There's the there's the Go there's ahead. the demon Finn Balor and the the porker the piglet Finn Balor. We, we we're not picking the pig. No, I'm not. I'm, Nobody's picking piglet Finn Balor. Gamorrean guard. I'm not taking him. All right. So. <laughs> 
Next up for the North American Championship, we got Johnny Gargano, who was the champ versus the Gauntlet Eliminator, which I think we all agreed was going to be Dexter Loomis, correct? Yes. All right. Who wins this? Once again, I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. I like the yeah, story. I, mean, I don't look, care about the match. I don't so care do about I, the end game. And I, and I like Dexter Loomis, and I like Johnny Gargano having to fight Dexter Loomis, but I can use a break from Johnny Gargano. You've been saying that for a month and a half. Yeah, Two like just kind of make can he like just make him disappear? I don't know. I've, then, I've thought these backstage segments have been great. I think they've well, the, been great. The other thing, the the problem with that is, is that if he disappears, then we lose the goofy shit with we're not the rest of them. So not yeah, yeah they're not. I have a I have a question for you, Chris. So we've talked about the guys that are on NXT in a later, latter part of their career where they're there to have good matches and put guys over. There's the people that are on NXT to move on to the, the main roster at some point when they succeed. Where's Johnny Gargano at in this? Is this something that he wins, or is this like – I'm kind of confused of what his existence is on NXT at this point. You're tired of him. You're the NXT guy. He's not moving on. I don't think he goes anywhere ever. I think he's with NXT till his, the end of his WWE career. I think so too. Um, two th- well, so and him and the other one, but he's a lot older. Is Ciampa? Ciampa never will leave NXT either. I have a hard time believing Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly leave NXT, or Roddy will always be in NXT. There are these guys that have hung around. First of all, let's the big thing in my opinion is the guy that runs WWE would never can't comprehend that somebody under 270 pounds can actually fight. I don't think he can do that. I think the fact that Daniel Bryan is involved in anything on, on WWE programming is like, it goes against, it, it kills him every day to see that. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I just, it's a size thing in my opinion, not that I don't think it would work, but he, I don't think that he sees it working. And frankly, I just don't see anything. For, I, I, I'd rather have them on NXT because they're actually working. You know? Well, he they're, just seems they're particularly ca- any of those guys come up. They're catering bound boy. Handing out sandwiches. Brandon. Good. Yep. I just, he just seems particularly lost. Whereas Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly have a thing going. Uh, Johnny Gargano feels like he's in a uh, no man's land a little bit. I mean, he's in the storyline. He's in the storyline with the uh, well, not no. with Dexter Loomis and and the crew. Yeah, but that doesn't that. Matter. Like, if you're a big Johnny Gargano fan, what the fuck do you care about the? I don't know. I mean, everybody's got to. Here's the thing: is that AW and NXT are the same. Are they're equals in brand? AEW's never going to reach WWE's level. NXT is an actual brand, so not only is it developmental, where people are going to get sent upstairs to WWE main roster, they need people in this fucking show. It's not like it used to be, where it was like, oh, well, they just leave and they go to WWE. I think guys have to stay there. I think Johnny Gargano is one of those dudes that could be the longtime star of NXT and not go upstairs and go work the fucking cruiserweight division. Because there's no way he works anybody besides the cruiserweights when he goes up there. And they don't exist anymore, right? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. Every once in a while, somebody challenges Santos Escobar. Yeah, that's, that's the, the NXT division. championship, right? And that's that's the cruiserweight championship, right? Right, is on NXT. And the other thing is, is like, like you were saying, they are no longer. You could just send guys and have them disappear and kind of have a talent vacuum 
for like a couple months while you got guys ready when you were on WWE Network every Wednesday right. for an hour. And it was a television show that had been taped for a month. Now it's two hours every week on TV. You need characters that we see every week. So that's like, that's not like before where it's like, you know, when you were on, uh, when they were on WWE Network every Wednesday, it was the minor leagues. Now they're on USA. It's a nationally broadcast television show. So it's not like a knock being down there. I I kind of, I don't know. I feel like it's still, it's not a knock, but it's, uh, this is a sports analogy. The, the San Antonio Spurs, like every, the people that like them, they, they're a classic. The people that appreciate the sport love it. But it's tough to go, hey, do you want to only play in San Antonio until you retire? You don't ever want anything more. I'm just, a lot of people don't want to do that, so. Does that make any sense? I mean, you know it, it, it kind of makes sense, but I'm trying to think of an analogy to come out of this. Like, I don't think it works that way because they will become a touring brand, which they have been in the past. So if you were going to say San Antonio Spurs, you would move. Like, I think, it's, yeah. Sorry, I'm just having a hard time with the analogy. The, what, yeah, no, that's completely fine. Let me b- b- go more simple. It's just the hunger for more. The guy's 33 years old. He's younger than everybody that's a star on the WWE roster. I mean, I don't know does what he, his paycheck is. Does he I don't want know how something much he beyond, Does he want something beyond this? It's all mask. We don't have to go down a rabbit hole. Or how about that? You know, we also don't know if they said, we have an opening. Do you want to go up? No, I want to stay here. Right. That's what Finn Balor did. He's like, yeah, I'll go back down. I mean, as far as we know. You know, we don't – listen, we don't he know that demoted. Triple H I don't think demotions saying. happen. Although, you no, know, the dirt sheets say that demotions happen. No, they stick them on fucking no. main event. And well, then we, they, they ask for the Well, they don't stick them on anything. Yeah. But, and why but would you demote know. a human being? You stick them in the back, they wouldn't work. And then when the contract's up – Best uh, best wishes in your future endeavors. Brandon, go ahead. We do know that 680,000 people watch NXT every week and 2 million watch Raw every week. So it, you could you might not think of it as a demotion, but there's no chance in hell they're getting paid the same. Oh, well, yeah, but with, with royalties and whatnot, I, I, yeah. I would imagine the top-end guys probably make a shit ton of money and then everybody else kind of makes around the same amount. You probably get I, I would imagine you probably get a pay bump once you go to Raw. So, yeah. He was on Raw, remember? He and uh, Ciampa got promoted for a minute there. They, I think they both got hurt. I don't know. I'm I, I'm enjoying this whole uh, The Way thing. Yeah. I think it's fun. Yes, but you got a good point. It's uh, At some point, you got to ask yourself, like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? <laughs> or do I want to yeah. make more money? Do I want to move up? Do I want to challenge myself? Shall we move on? Sure. Unsanctioned match. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Chris, go ahead. Um, love these two guys. Big fans of both of them. And um, I don't care. It's another <laughs> one. I mean, well, because I'm a wrestling fan, I've seen this happen three times. Yeah, but. This is the I third mean, time I've watched yeah, this happen. It's a, it's a little it's different a, than Ring of Honor. No, I get it. It's unsanctioned, man. Yeah, I mean, the matches in Ring of Honor were sanctioned, so I shouldn't really... But still, it's Ring of Honor. I mean, you're comparing Ring of Honor with fucking trash-ass fucking cameras and to... No, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying I've seen it. I mean, I didn't say... I I just... Look, I mean, what's the... What's the the end game here? They're going to beat each other up and then... 
make out at the end. That'll That's what it. I want. If I don't and, see yeah, if no. I don't see them coming on each other after this match, then I'm fucking. Yeah, I mean, what's the end game here? Fuck I, it. I don't... That's what I am imagining. Brandon, so... thoughts? Yeah, I feel the same as I did about Johnny Gargano. This, to me, feels like two guys that are in somewhat of a rudderless spot. I'm sure they'll have an awesome match, but uh, I'm curious what what they're trying to prove at this point with these matches. So. That there has to be an overarching scheme to this, right? Yeah, there has to be. Like, the fact that they're keeping them down in NXT has to be. It's all because of this AEW thing. It has to be. There's no reason Adam Cole is still down in NXT. That guy should be fighting for the WWE title. Yeah, you're fucking right. <laughs> like, he should there's be. no fucking He's way. That, the dude's amazing. Kyle O'Reilly is, you know, Kyle O'Reilly is like a tag team wrestler when it comes to like, I mean, he's a great wrestler and I fucking love him. But when it comes to his size and it comes to his like move set and all that stuff and just his, his, um, promos and stuff, I can see him being like tag team dude, uh, intercontinental championship, USA, US championship. But Adam Cole is a fucking star. Like the, that's why I'm saying like with, with Johnny Gargano, there's gotta be like a thing where they're like. Please stay down here. Like we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a raise, but you gotta stay here because we gotta beat AEW. Because I can't lose. Do it for the team. I, I think that you just. I think that I think that you completely nailed it, Jim. And that's what I you know was didn't say because it didn't come to the top of my mind. But that's what I'm struggling with right now. But I also feel like as a consumer, it's not my job to engage in being excited about of the course. fact that they're doing that. No, of course, of course. No, no. Point taken. Like you, like next match. Uh, let's just pick. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, pick. Um, I'll just go through past experience. Adam Cole. Yeah, I say Adam Cole too. And this might also be Adam Cole's farewell. Because how be. do you have the two of them on the same show after this is? And this is what I was getting to. You have these two guys. How do you like? How does one lose and not just like womp womp? Or you have Adam Cole lose, lose or, and then he goes up. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know. It's, so Kyle O'Reilly, I've situation. switched my pick. I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. All right. Brandon. Yeah, I'm going to go with Adam Cole. Okay. Uh, I'll be, like uh, I'm okay with being wrong. Let's move <laughs> on. Okay, so for the NXT... I'm going to hammer you next week if you... <laughs> if NXT uh, Championship. we got Finn Balor, who's the champ, against Karrion Cross with Scarlett Bordeaux. Chris, go ahead. Um, this one, if I If you like, give me I, I don't mean, care again... <laughs> no, this one I... Well, I mean, you know, look, I can't manufacture emotion for things that I don't like. Of course not. You know, I mean, um, this one I do like. I'm excited for this. Uh, I would assume Finn Bauer's going to lose the title here. Yeah. Because I think, I think Finn Bauer's on his way back up. Yeah, he belongs so. on the main roster. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, if if he would have had, he would be doing much. I mean, you got to remember, when he first came into the main roster, he won the championship immediately and then got hurt. Um, so it's not like they don't have faith in the guy so that it's not a demotion. I don't think they I don't think they have demotions yeah. in WWE. No, neither they just do I. Release you. They just say bye bye. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go with Finn Bauer on this one. Or, I'm sorry, Karrion Cross on this one. Um and I think that that opens up a whole lot for you know, for them in the future. I think Karrion, um, I think that Karrion Cross, although he's a heel, I think that if Karrion Cross wins this, he holds the title for a long time. 
very long time. Yeah. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I'll go the other way and say, you know, keeping with the theme we talked about the last couple of matches, this is a big spot for carrying cross. I don't know if they're going to let him let him have gold on his first try, first try that I've watched anyway. Let this boil over a little bit. You know, he'll have a great match and then uh, build something nice and slow because they got to compete with AEW. Well, let me jump in real quick. He was champion. Yeah, he was champ. Remember, he got he, he already he was to lose champ because he got hurt. Not when I watched. Not when I watched. <laughs> so yeah, but I, mean, I didn't say that. That never happens. <laughs> They've already wanted to do this. They just, they just, I guess they already had a plan. Gotcha. They're just oh. going to right the ship. No, that it's, yeah, that's a good point. Where they're just going to correct his pre-injury storyline and just go there. But I think mm-hmm. Finn Balor goes up, and yeah, I think Karen Cross wins. Finn Balor immediately goes to the main roster and challenges whoever the champ is. Uh, um, in Raw, I think he goes to Raw. Now that would be sweet. He's immediately a, a challenger. He's not fucking around in the Midgard. I think he goes up and he wrestles uh, Riddle Damian, for six Damian, months. Oh, my God, with the birds. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Oh, my God, we're going to get there. Okay, so we're all done. We're all done with NXT. So what do we got coming up next? Let's see. Oh, wait, it's WrestleMania. Holy shit, WrestleMania is this weekend. Do we have anything to talk about with SmackDown and Raw? I guess we'll just work it into it, right? Let's get just working into yeah, it. I got nothing. WrestleMania night one. Let's start with what the list I have. Okay. Steel cage match. Shane McMahon versus Brown Strowman. They're in a steel cage match so they can keep out Elias and Jackson Riker. Chris, it's your show. Go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. What do I even say? Um, this has been, uh, idiotic from the get go. And, uh, I really don't even know how to like, yeah, I mean, every, it just seems like this whole WrestleMania has been kind of like hot shotted. Like they just forced everything down our throats over the last few weeks. This rivalry makes no sense. And, which is uh, a, which is a first for me. I don't know about you guys, but we might as well talk about it on the first match. This is a first for me that somehow WrestleMania, you're like, they didn't plan for. And also, it's I'm very. This is the first WrestleMania in God knows how long where I'm like completely not excited for it, most of it. <laughs> Just a, I, that's one of the things that I'm having a hard time with. And every time we go and record, it's like I kind of want to be upbeat and have a good time. And we do have a good time. We laugh. But. Having to watch the shows, these shows week in, week out is fucking hard, man. I mean, of course, we're doing it for the listeners, so they don't have to. But this shit is fucking trash, man. And this in particular is the pinnacle of the garbage heap that's been raw. Yeah, I agree. Um, And there's not really much to say. It's a steel cage match. Shane's going to jump off something. That'll be the end. Dudes will try to get into it. Yeah. Even though it's a cage and you can't get in, but dudes will try to get in. Dudes that nobody cares about. Oh, you don't care about Jackson Riker? What do you mean? No. Brandon, thoughts? You don't care. You don't care that Braun Strowman's wrestling for all the dudes that did good on their report card that you wouldn't think did good on their report card. Terrible that promo. He was like against. He came out here with a fake report card and i've been i thought bullied. it was real he ruined that and i've been yeah <laughs> ruining 
I've been bullied my entire life for my size, and I can't okay. stop talking like this so you don't believe me ever. Uh, fucking terrible. I, I, I feel like I have to interrupt our review here to yes. let you guys know something, especially Brandon. Because you're watching television? Yeah, I got the Hall of Fame on the background. We're doing a wrestling podcast, the Hall of Fames today. I got to get which, reviews Which Hall live. of Fame? WWE Hall of Fames oh, I forgot, tonight I on Peacock. RVD's biggest moment of his well, life. Well, listen, happening. I'm just going to do real quick. Uh, Davy Boy uh, Smith Jr. is Died. inducting his father, and he's gold got shoes? a giant can, a giant gold chain, and and gold dress shoes on. Why <laughs> All right, let's go back to WrestleMania. All right. Uh, uh, picks for this match: Shane McMahon versus Braun Mick Strowman. I think Braun, Braun Strowman King is going to win. Brandon. For all the people who did good on the report cards. What about people like me that didn't do good on the report cards? I'm not still sticking kind of up for suck, you. Suck. Okay. Well, then you Sorry. better, uh, your dad better own a company or you're a, uh, you're burnt, dude. That's what this match teaches you. Yep. I'm going to go with Braun. I am also going to go with Braun. Braun. Let's move on. The Raw Tag Team Championship. The one match that I'm super excited about. The New Day, who are the champs, against AJ Styles and... I've been mispronouncing his name this whole time, and no one corrected me. It's Omos. You have? Omos. I've been saying almost. Well, you were almost You were almost, almost right. there. Chris, once again, it's raw. You're leading up. Go ahead. No doubt. I think, uh, I think first of all, I think they're going to um, – uh, Omos and AJ Styles, I think you're going to get to win. Uh, I can't wait to see Omos in the ring. Uh, Monday night <laughs> – Kofi Kingston chucked the microphone at him, which was very odd. <laughs> yeah, this is great. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see this dude wrestle. It's pretty much the only thing I'm excited for at, at WrestleMania is um, is this match, just so we can see Omos wrestle. I think there's anybody in this in that like company that deserves to have held pretty much every single belt, it's AJ Styles. He's so good. Brandon, thoughts? The guy's been great since he got there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is the biggest build of any of these storylines is just the fact that Omos has been lingering in the background and everyone's been waiting to see him cut loose and finally here we get it. So I'm taking no chance in hell the New Day win this match. Right, yeah, agree. Call your book. Yes, yes, this is... <laughs> yeah, I got AJ Styles and Omos. Day, Go ahead, Chris. The thing about the New Day, too, is the New Day loses nothing when they lose the title. Of course not. They're just as great as they've always been. So yep. it's like that's what's so great about them having them on on their on their product and having a team that's that like over. It's like it's plug and play. You can do whatever whatever you need. Take the title off and give it to these guys. Make sure they're more important for right now. New Day can disappear for months. Come back. Nobody ever forgets them. They can't wait to see them. So yeah, I uh, but I uh, I think it's going to be Omos and AJ Styles. Kofi Kingston's going to get fired into the 19th row of the Raymond James Stadium. Yeah, I think I think Omos is going to carry both of the New Day members, and then AJ Styles is going to like drop kick them all <laughs> off of or something crazy. This should be fun. Well, and, and what I'm like more intrigued by is what is his gear going to look like? You think he's just going to come down that sweet? Yeah, I, I hope so. I didn't slats. think about it. Do you think he's going to have like a singlet? I think he's going to have a singlet. I hope he doesn't he's gonna have, have something. a weird ass fucking wrestling gear. 
He's gonna have that we those weird pants that Gallows used to wear that were like baggy on the bottom and too short. Yep, skanky. All right, let's move what along. What if he comes? What if he comes out like on on Helico on AEW with like like sleeves and a fucking mask? <laughs> comes out like on Helico and he jumps off of something really high and kills him. <laughs> I want him to come out like Jeff Hardy. He's got paint on his face. He's wearing fucking Jenkos with chains and all the pockets. Yeah. yeah. 200, yeah, the, the biggest Janko jeans in human history. That, I mean, that would be the, the best scenario. <laughs> that would be amazing. And uh, also Jeff Hardy's stock in Janko would go through the roof once it got on there. All right. Um, <laughs> next up, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Now, I got to say that the promo on SmackDown was pretty damn good. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, this was fun. I mean, I think we've talked about the the 27 stories that could be told and when they've been telling none of them I would add a 28 story it's that nobody wants to be spun too many damn times because that just ain't cool so that's that's the whole gist of this uh, we're going to get one of the probably get the biggest spin of Cesaro's career but I'm taking Seth Rollins here Chris good yeah I would agree with you I think it's going to be a Seth Rollins win he hasn't really done much other than get beat up since he's been back uh, and I think if history's proved anything, it's that Cesaro is pretty much kind of a pin eater over the last few years. Um, but there'll be a lot of, I mean, look, Cesaro will do something awesome where he's just athletic as fuck and it'll be really entertaining. So this should be fun to watch. I am going to go on a limb and say Cesaro actually wins the match and beats Seth Rollins. This promo was great because it was the classic cheesy WWE promo, but the way they both performed in it, was just it was spot on i just like it it worked i'm not gonna lose my temper i'm not gonna lose my temper he's just freaking <laughs> so good i loved everything about this it was a nice little build to this match i think Cesaro might pull it out and then guess what seth rollins will lose he doesn't lose anything to lose and goes on challenges right away for the title so it doesn't make a difference yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like the good the dude fucking seth rollins is awesome i love watching him i think this match is gonna be a lot of fun let's move on all right, so I don't know if you if you saw this, Brandon. The greatest promo in the history of Raw happened this past Monday. Is this the Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. Poor Bad Bunny. <laughs> this was seriously the most cringy, awkward, like the dude was forced to speak English and he didn't do it very well and his cheeks were very red and he looked very awkward and I felt very bad for Bad Bunny. <laughs> he, and then he ab he aborted. He aborted. He did he abort ship. Yes, he did. He jumped off and he was just like, I'm going to speak Spanish. Fuck this bullshit. But we get Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, which we <laughs> predicted it would be a tag match because we didn't expect Bad Bunny to take bumps for 20 minutes. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Chris, it's your show, brother. You do it. Yeah, this this is another one I, I kind of can't wait for. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this one. Yeah, this is so good, especially <laughs> since they painted all over his $3 billion Bugatti. In what? Um, I don't know what that was. Was that like uh, uh, leftover Paz egg dye? What did they use? I don't know what it was. <laughs> it looked like it washed I mean, off the water. I can understand dumping uh, dumping cement into Vince's Corvette, but I can't understand really painting a car that expensive. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I look, I've been, he's actually like very few celebrity guests. Do I well. hate the celebrity guests. But this you really, you hate them? This has been good. Well, be Brandon, I want to hear your point. Go ahead. You, do you hate this bad bunny thing? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I love it. I, I hate that people come on and break the third wall in my childish mind and and be, rise to the top of the heap and then disappear. I hate that that's a thing that happens. Bad Bunny is the polar opposite. Bad Excellent. Bunny is yes. is invested. He is. He's invested. He's fucking – my wife was watching with me, and she's like, oh, my God, he's really, like, into this, isn't he? This Bad Bunny guy, he's really into this. <laughs> he, he's, like, working his best to make this believable and everything, and he's really into this. It's not just like, hey, it's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger showing up and for end of days – Beating up Triple H and going, come and see my movie End of Days, and then disappearing for fucking yeah. ever. And then getting in the Hall of Fame. And getting in the Hall it. of Fame for it. But <laughs> no, like, like, Bad Bunny like is really putting his heart into it, and it doesn't like this last is. this last promo wasn't the best, but man, it was fucking you know like you felt like he was trying his best, and he was you felt like he was really pissed off. His face was bright red. If it had to do with him being embarrassed because he was trying his best through this English promo, but. You know, it doesn't matter. He it looked, looked really fucking mad. great. He looked really pissed. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. And the other thing was he he uh, he's he's been on. It's not like they haven't just been like, oh, Bad Bunny's mad. Here's something that's been going on outside. Like he's been there every week for the past month, longer since Royal Rumble, two months. He's been on TV every single week. So and you know, uh, the Miz and Morrison don't mind showing their ass and taking a pin by that dude if it makes the show better oh my god miz so, is going to bump all over the place for fucking all over it's the going place. to be amazing and he has as many moves as one of their top guys on the other show so it's not like bad bunny is <laughs> really going to do any worse or any worse than jay uso my wife asked me she's like uh does he like wrestle i was like well he jumped off a thing once and he punched a dude once i think he slapped the dude he slapped a guy i think that's about it he, but that's he hit pretty... a guy with a guitar. Oh yeah, that's, he did. That's, a, a, that's a wrestling move since the dawn of time. It's like guys, guitar smash. Guy, he's got. I think he's got it down. I think he's good to go. All right, let's do some picks. I think this is pretty he, obvious. He ahead, also Brandon. he also may have cut it. He also may have cut the greatest promo of all time in the midst of an English promo. I just don't know what he said. Yeah, when he cut um, off to the Spanish, all of a sudden he seemed like he was. Bad. He didn't seem like he was stumbling, and he just was ripping. Of course, it just he had something. He had something to say for something sure. Something clicked, and he just went back. Back. Yeah, he was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't say this. I can't articulate this in English. Let me just go to Spanish and just fucking ripped on everybody. It was amazing. <laughs> I fucking love this. I thought it was great. Yeah, I can't. This should be a good one too. I'm excited for this. Chris, you're. Uh, he said, "Go ahead." Don't go see Austin and, and uh, Ric Flair were the, the greatest wrestlers in his country. Yes, <laughs> but that was hilarious. I love all this. This is great. Chris, your uh, your pick: Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going to get the win here. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead, Brandon. Of course, right? Yeah, it's it's Bad Bunny all day, all night. I'm super pumped for this. Honestly, just talking to you guys has me like ten times more excited about how good this. Could right. Be. I was what, I was <laughs> wondering if you guys were on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, just thinking about whatever the fuck Bad Bunny's move is going to be and just seeing the Miz, like, fly out of the ring of based course. off of it. 
Yeah, like it's going to be, you know, he's going to be the hot tag. Damian Priest is going to take all the heat, and Bad Bunny's going to get the hot tag. He's going to beat the shit out of everybody and take the pin. Yep. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Yes, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest with the win. All right, let's move on. SmackDown Women's Championship. This is the main event of night one. The champion, Sasha Banks, versus the challenger, Bianca Belair. Brandon, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I'm. I feel so flat about this because after Royal Rumble, I was like, "Let's do this." This feels like a, a clear women's main event. Both of these women excel, and there's not a lot else going on in either of these shows. And they've done one of the most bizarre angles. Uh, I don't know how how this made it to the top of the writers' room, but. The angle was that they should be a tag team match and not get along. That's how you're going to build to a WrestleMania match. So I've since then have become less and less and less interested in this. I, I'm going to pick Sasha Banks here just to burn through the pick segment as well. But I'm, I'm sure they'll give them 20 minutes. But this is something that could have been great and is now set up to be pretty good at best. Chris, thoughts, and first of all, you want to point out to Brandon that they do this all the time with, <laughs> with stick the people that are facing each other in a tag team and have a market. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's kind it's kind of a trope I mean, with, with one hundred one now for these guys. Um, but I agree with you with the rest of that. They went nowhere with it. They've gone nowhere with pretty much every feud that there's been. Just been kind of repeats uh, every week. But. Um, yeah, I would assume it's going to be Sasha Banks. Uh, I also don't think that Bianca Belair, as talented as she is athletically, is ready to be um, to carry a championship on that level for them. Also, to bring up a little um, parallel, they uh, they did the whole, you know, Sasha and Bianca did this whole thing with Reginald and the tag team champions, and then they just took that exact same story and just switched it over to the Raw. Did the exact so same fucking thing with Reginald. And so odd. It's so fucking weird that they would do that. Do they think Very that we don't strange. watch both shows? That there's a... I, I, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, I think I think Sasha Banks it's, retains. I don't think... Uh, I don't think what's... Uh, Bianca, I, I'd love if Bianca Belair won, but I don't think she's going to. No, neither do I. Shall we move on to... Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. No, 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 you're 100% right. It, it is a trope. I I remember the oldest I remember is like when they tried to force Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels together as a tag team, building up to one of these things. I guess it, just the fact that there was no storyline beforehand, and then within four weeks, you try to run through something that was already a trope makes it particularly bad in my mind. Right. But you're 100% right. This is just junk, but we'll see. I mean, I hope the match is good. I just think it's fucking. The build to it is shit. And then you get to that whole thing. It's like, you know, it's people that watch WWE often shit on indie wrestling because it's just a bunch of dudes just thrown together, a bunch of people just thrown together. And then, you know, when you when you have an entire television show that you can dedicate to building matches and this is what you do, it's kind of just people thrown yeah, together. It's yeah. shit. I, any normal person would look at this and go, my problem is I have to come up with a story that – I can tell for a long time. Somehow they've gone the other way and told no story a bunch of times. It's like the obvious problem is like, how do you tell a story that goes on from January to April? Instead, they've they've gone 
no story the whole time, which just <laughs> was so fucking disappointed. <laughs> we were so excited for this when, when she won the Royal Rumble, and it's just been <laughs> ever since. Chris, you ready? Yeah. All right, night two. The United States well, you, champ- I, Go ahead. I think you missed a couple for night one. Did I? I don't have any on my list. Yeah. Um, do you want me to read them off to you? Well, it might not be right, but go ahead. Okay, so oh, this shit, one I, I saw. T- Holy shit. This one I oh, yeah. Hold go on, ahead. wait. The, the WWE Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Hold on. Bobby Lashley, the champ, versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Chris, that's you. Yeah. Um, what other one do you one, have that I don't have? Uh, the tag team turmoil match. What the fuck is that? So whoever wins this match Wait, faces the tag team championships the next day. It's a women's match. Hold on, are you sure it's on that? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's on. Day. I saw it last night. Yeah, I think my phone is like stuck three days ago. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the tag team turmoil match. You want to talk about that first? And I'll I'll just throw it out there. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, there's sure. a bunch of women's <laughs> there's a bunch of women's tag teams, and the tag team that wins fights Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax on night two. That's that match. You want to go through it's the these? usual suspects of women's tag teams. I, I, Who there's wins? really not That's much most, to it. Yeah, it's not a great match, but. Yeah, it's Natalia Tamina, the Riot Squad, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and Lana and Naomi. I would assume it's either going to, I would assume it's going to be Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. I don't know, dude. Natalia and Tamina have been pretty hot. They they pinned yeah. Bianca. Tamina has new gear. So, so Tamina has new gear, and Natalia is um, still the humorless stone. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I have nothing. Go ahead. Well, I'm that's still trying to move find. On to the, move on. Move on to the championship. Brandon, we've Brandon. discussed it as much as we discussed. Let's it. let's hold off on this one because I don't know who the who the <laughs> match. Is. I'm having a very hard time right now finding the match in like a limited. I can form. tell you exactly who it's going to be. Do I have to go to fucking Wikipedia? I don't want to go to Wikipedia. Well, Wikipedia has the answers. Yeah, but I don't yeah. trust Wikipedia. <laughs> WWE WrestleMania. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. There it is. Thank this you. is the most professional podcast. <laughs> I don't give Big a fuck. Big WrestleMania. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm not using this. I'm using fucking that CBS News one that always pops up. Trash bag. Yeah, apparently it too is. Much, too much text. I don't have time to comb through all that text. I'm combing through that. Yeah, they're all their ideas and predictions. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. All right, hold on, wait. Okay, night one. Okay. It's Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad, which is Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, versus Natalia and Tamina. So, Chris, prediction. I don't know. I'm going to go with, like, the tag team here, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. I really think that whoever wins this match is going to win the championship because you need to get the belt off of those two. I think they're worth more wrestling singles competitors than wrestling that tag team that wins nothing unless the other team screws up. It's the worst tag team. I've like the, the creative or the, wherever they're going with this tag team has just been so bad. They're basically just bumbling morons that can't win unless the other team screws up or in fights. Or they argue. It's with re- other, and, yeah. yeah. And then they shoehorned Reginald in. <laughs> and you guys get a kick out of Reginald. I just think I it's do not get it. Not anymore. I don't anymore. Like I, I, I did when he was. I did when he was with the Carmella, but now I don't. I don't. And I, I liked him sitting on Nia's lap. I like that. He's officially dead weight. Like I think the Reginald thing is officially over. He was. He he came down to the ring with them last night 
and then disappeared off television and then reappeared when they won. So, yeah, I I think it's time that we say bye-bye to those belts. I think it's going to be the quiet squad. Now I think about it, I liked that he whispered. Was this on SmackDown where he whispered in Denia's ear and Denia walked out to come around and was like, I heard you weren't very nice to my man. And she was like, ugh. And then they walked (laughs) off. I like that. (laughs) I thought that was great, but whatever. Brandon, who do you yeah. think's winning this? After I gave you all those fucking teams, you, how much I do not get a kick out of Reginald was Chris responded for the first time in a, a couple days in our group chat last night about Reginald, and and I had nothing to say. I'm like I couldn't be any less out of ga- I couldn't be any more out of gas when it comes to the Reginald storyline. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that uh, Vince Dementia Vince has a moment of clear uh, clarity here and picks what's actually interesting for people that have to watch this every week, and he picks the Riot Squad. Yeah. I, I don't think that's who they're go- who's going to win, but I hope they do. But I think it's going to be an Italian to me, and we're going to have to look at that again. All right, so um, Bobby Lashley, the champ, with MVP versus Drew McIntyre. I got my shit together. I went to uh, Wikipedia, and I got my shit together. That's the last match for – it's actually not the last match it's going to be on. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. This is the last match we're going to talk about no, because I no. fucking forgot. So Wikipedia is wrong here. This is See? this is uh, yeah. Bobby Lashley is the main event. Oh, he is. So there's no women's main event. That's bullshit. <laughs> I thought for sure that the women were the main event. I'm pretty sure they announced last night on Raw that the. That that I just, according yeah, to Wikipedia, that's the, uh, number two is the Bobby Lashley match. Let's just let's go with that. Okay. Does it matter when it comes? No, on? it doesn't matter. We're still got to talk. Go ahead, matter. Chris. It does matter. It does really <laughs> matter. In in the real world, women should be main eventing at least one of these nights because they've been carrying this product during the fucking COVID bullshit. But um, I would agree with you. I do agree with you. Um, but I think that the women's matches that they have to offer us this year are or not that great. Poop. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. So, um, and we also haven't seen Bobby Lashley and Sheamus or uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre at all, really, the last couple of weeks. So it's a little yeah, change of pace. Of um, yeah. Um, I look. All I can say is I really hope Bobby Lashley wins because I cannot look at I, I I can't look at Drew McIntyre, especially now if he's doing that thing where he holds the belt up in the air. I, I just I just he is just such an unlikable dude on the television I, I i don't get this as him being a good guy and um yeah i'd rather have heel bobby lashley than baby face drew mcintyre be champion at least bobby lashley interesting brandon thoughts and mvp's great with him brandon good yeah i mean all i can say about these guys is they're dynamic on the mic their move set is diverse they deserve the main event. They really have it all going for them, so makes total sense. Now that this is going to be just how many things they can they break over each other's bodies, and there is no way Bobby Lashley's winning. I was selfish enough to ask that he deserves a title run at all. We're going to get another year of Drew McIntyre in front of a crowd as the, as the champion. I agree. Drew McIntyre wins this. I um. It shouldn't be a terrible match. None of Drew McIntyre's matches are bad. He's a good wrestler. It's just yes, he is. I just don't he's give a, a fuck. Bad character. I don't care. He's not really a good guy. He's kind of a good guy. I don't. 
Go ahead. I don't know how I feel about these like big man on big man title matches. I don't like, like him either. This. There's no underdog. I like a guy that's going to come from um, come from behind, and it's more believable if a guy's a little bit smaller than the other guy. Even though and that's then, not in real life. I mean, but whatever. You also UFC, have... nobody's nobody's fucking two hundred fifty pounds dominating people. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Go ahead. But you also have like you know, um, you also have like a, a, a heel that's really not that heely. I mean, he is, but he's not. And then you have a baby face who is by no means a baby face. He's more of a heel. He's running around threatening everybody. It's just so. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't even know how to talk about it. It's just so I don't even uninteresting I, and weird. I don't even and everybody's so unlikable. Brandon, go ahead. Sorry, you guys were talking at the same time. Brandon, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I totally talked over you. I don't even know who is the heel that you're referring to because it's just like a mirror image at this point of who's the bad guy and who's the good guy. They beha- they almost behave the exact same. Yeah, they're both they're both like petty and dickish. That's it. Like who's the baby face? Yeah. So I'm supposed to root for Drew McIntyre? I, it does, none of this makes sense. Because if you look at it, like Bobby Lashley fires the guys that were incompetent. So does that make Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander is completely a heel? Yes. Like, they're the good guys then? What the fuck storyline is this? <laughs> I'm starting to think, really, that Vince McMahon is actually in the... Did you just call him Vince McMahon? Office. Because that's how I feel Wince. about it. Vince. Vince McMahon is in his office... Just like hooked up to tubes. But I will never. Like he's not really alive. I never give up control. Ah, Vince, we want to make uh, Bobby Lashley the. We want to make uh, Bobby Lashley lose to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's a good guy. Ah. Put him in a suit. Make him sweat. Ah. All right, let's move it's on. Like he's good. He's he's Prince Philip. That's what he is. He's Prince Philip in the back of a car. That's what he is. All right, let's move on. Night two. Did we did we do our picks? We did pick, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, sure. This is our best. This is our best chance at getting an audience. This is like I know we have to we have to like make sense. I picked. I picked. I didn't pick, but I want Bobby Lashley. But it's gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be Drew McIntyre, right? Because yes. Bobby Lashley's a heel, supposedly. Okay, here we go. Night two. Let's start off at the bottom. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, who are the champs with Reginald, uh, versus the tag team turmoil winners, who I think we all agreed was... Oh, no, we didn't agree. You guys said Riot Squad. I said Italian Tamina. Probably going to be a Riot Squad, but I'll go with my... I'll stick by my guns. Who wins this? Chris, go ahead. Is this your show? I think it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I, I, think I guess it's both, it's both your show. Yeah. It's both, but I go with uh, I go with them taking the belt off of Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax. It needs to happen. Yeah, they need to. Go this do is the by far. Um, we were talking last week about what the most useless title was in WWE, and we've you know, talked immediately, about this for months. Yeah, immediately started. you want to say 205 Live or 205 or Cruiserweight NXT Cruiserweight. But it's not. They get a ladder match. We get two women that kind of can't, like I said before, can't beat anybody unless they screw up. So That'd be fine, I, though. No. I, I'm okay with them splitting up because Shayna Baszler could immediately, immediately go after the title. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And Nia Jax, like, these are two people that should be in, shouldn't be in a um, tag team. They carry themselves. Brandon. 
Yeah, you guys nailed it. Let's uh, let's stop with these weird tag teams and give it to the, someone that actually makes sense with the Riot Squad here and see if we can actually build something out of this. Yeah. So that because I'm not retiring from this podcast after WrestleMania, so for, for the sake of my sanity, give me something to work <laughs> with, Vince, please. I will also go with whoever is facing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Hopefully, the Riot Squad. But I think it's going to be <laughs> that Natalia. Oh, you know we didn't bring up the uh, uh, the Royal Rumble or the uh, Andre the Giant, which we really don't have to That's talk on about. SmackDown. That's actually on SmackDown. <clears throat> so it's not at the show. No. All right, no, so we don't have to talk about it. We'll talk no. about it. We'll talk about it next week. All right, uh, next up, Riddle, who's the champ, versus Sheamus for the United States Championship. Guys, are you excited to see this? Chris, good. Yeah, no, I'm not excited. Uh, I think Matt Riddle's going to get the win when his uh, when he has his computer generated birds attack Sheamus. Uh, you know, <laughs> you had mentioned it, and I never thought of it because I don't really watch the intros <laughs> as much anymore. And I saw it this week, and it's uh, it's a thing. And yeah, what's his name? Uh, that announcer guy really freaks out. Byron, Byron Saxon. Oh my god, I got scared. They were birds. So we think Riddle's winning this, right? Okay, Brandon. Yeah, here here's a little pep talk because I know what's going to be going on in my head at this time. It's Sunday evening. You're probably have to work on Monday, and you're going, "Oh my God, what am I doing? With? What what am I doing?" With? Dude, what I gotta I say, doing? I gotta say, one of my I I, I I hate that this hurts your life so much, but one of my highlights is your. Look into how your corporate life sucks so much, and <laughs> and how this how this how you have to psych yourself up and <laughs> convince yourself to watch wrestling because you have to go to work you have to go, clock into work on Monday and you hate it. I love this. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 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 legitimate pain. <laughs> I, I have all of the negative thoughts in the world rushing into my head. I'm sorry. I've well before this podcast I've used wrestling as a binky to nurture myself <laughs> through Sunday night. I'm sorry. And... Sleeping, sleeping with the stone cold smoke in the skull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so and sorry. No, his alarm goes off. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wake up to what's ever on the WWE network at 7 a.m. after Legends after... House. <laughs> oh, God. I'm watching Stone Cold Steve Austin interview Goldberg in depth <laughs> about about how he felt when he finally lost after winning 7,200 matches in a row. Oh. Uh, but this, yeah, this is the binky for me that gets me through Sunday night, knowing that I'm going to get bitch slapped in the face on Monday morning, and this is going to be the low point for for the, you as the listener. Just I put your head down, get on TikTok, do whatever you have to do. I promise it's going to get better after this. But this is going to fucking stay. I have no idea how this made the main card. Like, there has to be a pre-card, or pre, pre-show. You know what I mean? Like, how does... The, oh, God. And the only way they built it up was him riding around the scooter and Seamus running into him going... It's just fucking terrible. Let me tell you something. If he was riding around a scooter... If he was riding around a scooter and Seamus ran into him going... I actually be into this fucking an actual turkey. He runs up like a turkey and scares. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> oh, it's not even funny. 
messages <laughs> like this is de- and and I'm gonna be honest with you. Everything that Riddle has done has been doo doo poo poo. This is what Vince thinks a stoner is like. Vince thinks this is what stoners like. Hey man, I mean they kind of are. Hey man, like <laughs> what if I get the ham and the ham means slam and then slam jam? Oh God, I got knocked over by Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, this match isn't happening. Let's move on to the next one. All right, who do we pick? Riddle. Oh, Riddell. Riddle, Riddle, Riddle. Yeah, I think we're all Riddell. Riddle, right? All right, next one. Singles match. The conspiracy match. What they love, shamming, uh, jamming the word conspiracy constantly over and over again. It's a conspiracy. This is about a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Do you guys He's know what conspiracy you know, is? Do you watch Fox News? You'll hear about conspiracies. Um, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in his corner. This is all you, Brandon. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I got to give credit to Sami Zayn here because I feel like he completely did this on his own. He had no business being in WrestleMania, and, and Vince probably had no interest in booking him. And he wedged his way into this QAnon conspiracy storyline and has worked himself into WrestleMania against a guy that – uh was as hot as you could get with the Roman Reigns thing. Uh, I feel bad for Kevin Owens a little bit here. Somehow Sami Zayn has worked that all the way up to Logan Paul coming in on the storyline. But uh, this is, this is to me, as admirable as an employee of WWE, not as much as a WrestleMania match. But I, these two have known each other and worked together for a long time, so I'm sure they'll have fun. But Kevin Owens is a win in this. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think it's always fun to watch heel Sammy Zane uh, lose, and then he can cry for the next six months about it. Um, I think they missed a big opportunity if they had just pulled the trigger on this a lot earlier and given uh, Kevin Owens a little bit of something to work with instead of just forcing it down our throat over the past two weeks, I think it's been. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think this match personally, because it has no story, I, mean, I know what they're capable of. And I know that the match is going to be a good match, but when you have no storyline backing it, it just makes it a dud for me. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, it'll be fun to watch, no doubt, but I have no investment in it whatsoever. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. So yeah, it's going to be it's awesome. Going to be- They're going to beat the shit out of each other for us. I'm curious how Logan Paul ties into this. Kevin Owens take, is is going to put Logan Paul through a table or an yeah. announcer's desk or something, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's not that I care about that, but they've been practicing how he takes that bump for like the past week, I'm sure. Yeah. This is how you fall. So who wins, Chris? Or I'm Brandon, go Kevin Brandon first. Brandon first. Sorry. Ko. Ko. Chris. Ko. Agreed. Ko. Let's move on. Oh, I don't want to talk. Here about we this. go. You ready for this one? Hold on, I gotta get psyched up for it. <laughs> oh man, why are they okay. doing this? Right. Why would you do this? Let's preface this. Shall we preface this? Let's preface this. Let's not mince words here. The WWF does not have a great history with portraying people that aren't. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, white. <laughs> so we have, and we're hoping. We are hoping, and we've voiced this on this podcast multiple times, we are hoping that these guys involved in this are the ones that came up with this idea. Biggie, who is the champ, the Intercontinental Champ, 
versus Apollo Crews in a... Can you even say it? Nigerian <laughs> drum fight. Brandon, go ahead. Thoughts, good, bad, go oh, ahead. That's, what, that's all I get? Go ahead? Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> I'm just envisioning uh, fast forward to I'm back in the office. And I'm in some sort of corporate conference room, and, and my boss and my boss's boss are are just playing this audio of, of myself talking about the Nigerian drum fight, going, "Yeah, so we gotta let you go." So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna steer clear here and go. Nigerian drum fight sounds like it's gonna be an unsanctioned match, and Apollo Crews is gonna, is gonna take a time. You know? Let's move away. I, from, I don't want to get Brandon fired from his job. Chris, thoughts on the Nigerian drum fight? <laughs> this is really like just Chris. This is what your opportunity to shine here. I I cannot say anything about this. This is very strange. Um, what century do they think they're in that they can just? I don't understand. I mean, we are giving them, the, for some reason, we're giving the benefit of the deal for some reason. Because we want, you know, there is no some reason. You don't want people by nature to just be complete racist jackets. Right, of course. Right? So you give everybody the benefit of the doubt because you don't want people to be that way. That being said. Like, I'm imagining, well, I'm not imagining this. Jesus Christ, what was that? Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I good. So, in a, in a serious role in the beginning of this, um, Biggie really shined to me when he was telling Apollo Cruz he's had his chance. Go back to catering. You're done. I thought that was one of the coolest things that I've seen him do in a long time. It was super believable, super realistic, and you know he can play both ends of the spectrum as far as being an absolute clown or being very serious and believable being serious. Um, but now we have a guy faking an accent. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's faking it, right? I don't know him personally, so. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, you have to say pretty sure. He's had a multi-year career. Where he's never had the accent. Yeah, he's never had the accent. Um, so I, I'm so confused as to why it's being done this way that I don't have anything funny or interesting to say about this. Well, it's if I mean if it's because uh, WWE leaned into them and was like, make it you're from Nigeria, make it Nigerian. But Vince, I was born then, here. Doesn't matter. I've seen Black Panther. Kids love Black Panther. So we'll make him a bad guy? I don't fucking know, dude. He's the yeah. bad guy for me. So. How many things are Brandon, wrong? Brandon, Brandon, hold on. Brandon, go ahead. Thoughts. No, go ahead, Chris. No, it's well, you your show. I want you to give your, your thoughts. Your show. You need to say things. I want to see you dance around this subject. Yeah, like we're yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I have a take that's acceptable. I it's regardless of your race, it's incredibly exhausting to work through this subject when it comes to your entertainment it's it's wwe is not a place that you look to to work through these issues 
And no, I don't it's, think it's honestly it, the last per- place. Professional wrestling yeah. is the last place I want to look through or work through any kind of issues with race. And, and yeah, and I, and I don't necessarily mean that they're asking you to work through those issues, but they're pushing something on to you by doing this. And to me, that's just so fucking annoying because you're just like, dude, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get I'm away trying to from talk this about the dumbest shit possible, and you're making me talking about the most serious shit possible. So I'm I'm very annoyed in that. I want to make that very clear that I'm so fucking annoyed that this is happening. Um, I was completely I also like, like feeling... just to interject real quick. I was completely into this storyline before he started doing the accent. So, like, this didn't really add anything but stress to this. Exactly. Right? I also get the feeling, giving that context and the fact that what's happening on planet Earth, that this could not have possibly been Apollo Crews' idea. It it could have been. I don't want to say that for someone else. But it, it feels like a safe implication to make that this wasn't his idea. So the fact this is this is happening... It's like, can Peacock edit this out as it's happening? Yeah, so we uh, just get like a black screen. <laughs> I'd be okay. The only that. thing that I'm, the only thing that I'm surprised about here, to be honest, is the fact that Biggie's doing this. I'm surprised. That's that he what isn't. makes me think that they're working together, and this is like a, they have to be on board, right? Doesn't it make sense? Like, Biggie doesn't seem like the type of dude who's just gonna lay down and do some weird ass racist shit. No. Although they did do the preacher gimmick when they first started, it also feels like it also feels like that's already happened though. Right. So it's like to say he's not going to do that. I'm like, well, he this is it's too late. It's already weird. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Did anybody so. check the link on Nigerian drum fight in fucking? <laughs> <laughs> it just went to hardcore wrestling. I just checked the link on Wikipedia. Chris, so. final thoughts on this match, please. So back to what you were saying, um, you know, the, the worst he's doing this. This is 2021. You know, it's not 1984 where you got a guy from Croatia playing a Russian. And pretty much everybody in the country was afraid of the Russians at that time because right. everybody was so misinformed as to what was actually going They're on. They're just people. They're just people. <laughs> They're just people. We didn't we didn't have you know, information at our fingertips and all this. We weren't inundated with news. We didn't have access to everything at once. And it was just, it's so unbelievably racially insensitive and gross. Not only make a guy he's from, if he's, look, he is an, he is an actor on a television show. Right. So if you say, listen, we want you to play a character from Nigeria. Okay, well, I mean, I'm an actor on a TV show, essentially. When you boil it, and he is from Nigeria, right? Like that's so Nigerian descent, okay. yes, yes. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Then you say, oh, but all people from all people from Nigeria are members of a guerrilla war band. We'll give you two guys with guns. Or you must want to drum. You must fight. want to drum. Yes, exactly. Because that's what use people do in Nigeria. Then it gets gross and disgusting. This is fucking and weird. This is weird that we're talking so about this. Let's just pick weird. the match. Let's, Let's just move, move on. Pick the match. Biggie. 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 Okay, I hope, Brandon. I hope Biggie so it dies. Brandon. Yeah, I think Apollo Cruz is going to win. I also this, think but... Apollo Cruz wins this. And I hope he have, ditches. Cause... I hope he fucking ditches the accent as soon as he wins. He's like, I faked it. 
I freaked it all, you motherfuckers. Remember what the way because remember Kofi <laughs> Kingston had a Jamaican accent. He had a Jamaican accent for like I don't know month when he months? first got there, yeah, and then yeah, and month. they were having a they were having a uh, like a Survivor Series like hype meeting pep rally with the team, and he went he went yeah we got to get it done in his regular accent his American accent, and everybody looked at him like what, and he was like oops yeah and the accent that was, was it gone. the accent was gone yeah. all right let's move on to yeah. something else go ahead Brandon I'm sorry. So, um, no, no, no. You, I know you've been trying to move on, and you're right to do so. I want to get the fuck I, away I from th- this, this topic. I, I do think it's it's worth stopping and going, hey, what the fuck? This is completely tasteless before we move on. Yes, I think of course. Made all of our I think clear. we all agree yes, that this is completely tasteless. We all think it's tasteless. gross, and we don't want to have this to watch tasteless. it. I don't want to have to talk about this. Yeah, let's move on, but I just wanted to say that. Yes, of course. Um, next up, The Fiend. With Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. The longest build to any match, WrestleMania match, probably in fucking 20 years. It's been going on since September, I believe. And it has just been running like a fucking hamster in a wheel at this point. Chris, any black goop ideas for this? Go ahead. No, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping, see, they have a live crowd. I was hoping that this was going to be one of those super theatrical matches that they it might really still be in. they might just make it the people in the stadium be. stare at a fucking tv for yeah i minutes. hope it's that um if it's not the only good thing coming out of this is that it's probably done i have a feeling i don't know what made me think of it last night but i have a feeling it's about time randy orton does his every few years i disappear for six months and take some time off and he might so i would have I would assume that the Fiend's going to win. Um, yeah, the Fiend has to just, win this. Yeah, he has to win at this point. Um, so, yeah, uh, unless the Fiend loses and comes back as Bray Wyatt in six months, uh, I just don't see. I mean, what else are you going to do with this? You've already had magic and fire and resurrection and demons and jack-in-the-boxes and all this other stuff. You know, I mean. You just checked off everything on my list. That's yeah, all I was what, yeah, right. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna have just like all right now we're just gonna, you know, collar and elbow, uh I <laughs> God, I hope they lock up. I hope they lock up. You know, he's gonna work from the turtle, maybe a a, a, a spinning ride, he's gonna get the spiral ride and Schultz headlock. God, I, mean, I hope they lock up. Couple Irish whips. I hope yeah, I hope they lock up. Bunch of fake bunches. So, It'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, like I said, it's just I'm having such a hard time wrapping my head around everything on this card because everything on this card both nights is just so unbelievably bad. Because it has no build. I've had no time to think well, about there's, it. Well, I mean, been, and, and yeah. this in particular has it had a massive build. But it's kind of just been the same bullshit for months. Yes. Yeah, well, there's different ways to have no build, right? right. You could just force something on us in two weeks you could also or, not tell a story for four months. The but neither really could not tell a story killed. for four months. It wasn't like there was no like inching towards this. This was I win, I burn you. The next week, weird shit is happening to me, and it's all at such a level that we can't get it any higher as it progresses. Like we we just started out with first week fire from my fingers second week magical black goop 
third week, I'm changing into my different personas and super strong and never can beat me. Fourth week, I get thrown out of the Royal Rumble with no nothing. I go into the Royal Rumble. I'm going to kick everybody's ass, and I get chucked over the top rope in seconds. I don't get it. Lots of burning. And now, lots of burning and, and, and you know, eyeballs that don't look at the screen. All right, question. <laughs> this is going to be a cinematic match, correct? I, I can only say I hope so. Brandon, what do you think? Um, yeah, th- this feels like a good time for them to pause and do that. Firefly Flint House type thing, maybe. Go get your... Even though they've already done the exact soda. thing. Just do it again. I don't know. I, you know, I, if, if people have listened, have been listening since we started, like, we haven't been a fan of the storyline from the beginning. It's had its ups and downs, and we've laughed a bunch. But in the last, I'd say, two months, we just have not been on board with the storyline just bored with it because it's kind of spinning its wheels but go ahead brandon yeah yeah i i couldn't tell if you said we haven't or we have but i i was a fan at the beginning we were at the beginning yeah beginning. beginning but last, he lit, the last few last two months we haven't really been on board when he lit bray wyatt on fire i was like dude he just he emulated a dude on tv <laughs> that was cool it was awesome yeah. and then it just kind of was like uh, oh, and we laughed too. Weird. We laughed because we were, you know, one of the reasons to watch Raw, which is perennially week to week, it's fucking terrible. Was that we knew that some fucking wild ass shit would happen with the fiend at the end of the show, but and uh, you know, I'm not going to put all the blame on fucking Alexa Bliss, but since Alexa Bliss took the lead in the storyline, it just it hasn't hit with me. No, I'd agree and with I you. I just kind of want this over with, right? I, but unfortunately, what I think is going to happen is that the fiend is going to win, yeah, and then become some sort of a we, uh, obscure competitor to Drew McIntyre's title, and that's and that's the whole fiend thing isn't going to go away at all. But it feels like there's no tread left on these tires, so it's time for them to reinvent this, which I don't think they can do. It's jumped a shark months ago, yeah. And, Still going That's the on. perfect term for it. Listen, it, it has jumped the shark, and I think that, you know, the, the two of you, I would think as meters of people that would catch something jumping the shark, the majority of fucking WWE fans love this fucking shit. They are coming all over this. They fucking love it. They think it's the best fucking shit. They're like, oh, you don't like horror if you don't like this. This is the way it is. It's like, no, I like horror, but I don't like, you know, the fourth fucking sequel of a series. You know what I mean? I like the original yes. one. You know what I mean? It's the way it is. And this, at this point, it feels like Friday the 13th Part 5. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like, it's the same fucking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's a good way to describe yeah, it. It's yeah, it's just like, come on. Well, man. yeah, they, 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 what happens, right? They put out a horror movie and a bunch of people go see it. And then they, then they start putting out sequels to it just to get weekend money. And now we're right? going to get Freddy, Freddy vs. Braveheart for six months. Yeah, it's going to be Freddy versus Braveheart. Because <laughs> you can't have Bobby Lashley fight that dude. No, because Bobby Lashley would just wear, <laughs> wear a suit and that, sweat. That would be amazing. You said that, that would be the funniest thing to be like Bobby Lashley being like, what the fuck? If he's so angry and so oh confused. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like have the Fiend show up in Bellator during one of his matches? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right, so our picks. Go ahead, Chris. 
I'm going to go with The Fiend. Uh, with Randy Orton disappearance. Yeah, Brandon? Yeah, this is The Fiend specifically because, like Chris said, Randy Orton deserves a vacation after after this weight he's had been on his yeah, back. After all, this, all the weight of acting. He had to act so much. I also am going with The Fiend. I think Alexa Bliss, uh, is she going to stay with him, though, after this? Does she, she move off? The, she controls the thing. Oh, she has the jack-in-the-box. Remember, box. he's trapped in the jack-in-the-box. Oh, my God, this is all so fucking stupid. All right, yeah, I take the fiend. Let's move on. All right, women's, WWE Women's Championship. Asuka, the champ, versus Rhea Ripley. All right, before I dive into this, Chris, I had mentioned this to you earlier. Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley shows up on Raw, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to fight Asuka, and we're going to do a tag match and tag match. And she's doing this side-to-side head thing, and she's looking around. She's like, her face is like, I'm in total disbelief of everything that's going on. And immediately I thought she was female. Um, Drew McIntyre. I was like, this is how they're booking her. She's on the main roster. She's not a badass anymore. Now she's female Drew McIntyre. Everything is a face of disbelief, a face of, in, a face of incredulous behavior. Like, <laughs> A lot of breathing and uh, blowing through her lips like, I can, this is all so stupid. And then she turns on Asuka, and Asuka is the, big, the biggest wimp in the women's division suddenly. So that's our title match, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Chris, go ahead. So uh, I'm going to be honest with you. When you pointed that out to me, it took me a second to realize that she was doing that. And I think the reason why it took me a second is that Raw has been so bad and I watch it every week, and I think, like, my soul just turns off. Like, I'm dead-eye watching this show. Like, I don't even think I'm I'm sucking in the information anymore. I, I'm just watching it, like, uh Chris, it's your job, even though you don't get yeah, paid. Yeah, well, you don't you get know, paid if you've for ever it, worked but... with me sometimes. Yeah, right, exactly. Once that Patreon money starts coming in, <laughs> then I'll be like, You don't get paid for this, but you right have to watch now. it. Uh, no, so I didn't even notice it. When you pointed it out to me, I was like, yeah, you're right, she was. She's just dismissive she's and incredulous. No and everything's like, just like, oh, fuck it. Before she was like tough. And then, now she's and just the like other, a clown. Right. And the other thing was, uh, I guess they didn't, so they're going to have them have a tag team match so they can quickly establish in two weeks that she's the heel. Because last two weeks, three weeks ago, she wasn't the heel. She was just the challenger from NXT. Two weeks ago, kind of healy, she flipped the table. But everybody flips the table at a at a uh, a contract sign. You don't have a table then, unless it's going to get flipped. Yeah, and or, yeah, birthday cake. Somebody's Go going to throw it cake. or get flipped. Yeah, and then the last one was uh, last night. They had her attack Oscar, and it was like, okay, fine, she's the heel. Um, that was the only reason they did any of that was to establish who the baby face and who the heel was. And look, I want to watch this match, but I'm very upset if they're going to have Rhea Ripley wandering into the ring like this, looking under, furrowing her brow. Like, she's doing. Mm, I don't she's, believe any of that's you. That's what she's doing. She's doing like <laughs> Roman Reigns, the original Roman Reigns face. She's doing. Oh, this is the WWE baby face thing, where I'm just just completely dismissive of everyone, and my up, face is. She'll be WWE cunt face because they no, all look like cunts. Jesus <laughs> Christ Almighty! All right, let's move on. Brandon, Brandon, thoughts on this match? Jesus Christ, the c word. I love. What was that, yeah. Christ? I love it. Yeah, no, this is 
How do I have a new way to explain disappointing storyline after the eleventh time in a row? No, it's. I I think, I think Rhea Ripley's going to win because Oscar, uh, is too dumb to recognize that she shouldn't trust her tag team partner. That's what WWE is telling me to think. Uh, again, yeah, this was this is if you've been listening this entire time, this is why I said papu to the person moving on from NXT because you're just you can be you get to Rhea do Ripley this. probably has the match of the this. year right now as far as NXT is concerned, and then this is what she, they're doing with her. So it's there's it's completely out of your control. They're gonna it's going to be the biggest match of her life, and they're going to to put her in the absolute worst spot. And hope that hope that it works out to some point. So we'll see. I have I I'm sure Rhea Ripley will look great. It'll be fun. Hopefully it brings us back, gives us some energy on a, a late on a Sunday night. But uh, I liked um, last year it was Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, and they opened up night one, and that was my favorite match of the weekend. Yeah, um, well, it was mine too. Yeah, they they were fantastic, and Rhea Ripley can fucking go with this like. You know, yeah. power fucking move set that she has. I just, I, 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 don't, I, I think the storyline is just dumbed down. I don't think that it needed this. It really didn't. Go ahead, Brandon. I think. No. Go ahead, Brandon. No, no. I, I only say that it's bigger because it's, it's a real WrestleMania, at least close to it, where there's people there. But go ahead, Chris. So I also think like what I was saying before, we had the situation with the writers and making this, you know, uh, you know, and I, of course, I don't know if this is true, but it almost seems like they have this wall between the, 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 the McMahon and the, and the, and the wrestlers. And cause if you remember years and years ago, these guys didn't like something that they had to do. They just went out there and did whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah, but it doesn't work that it, way anymore. It, this is a corporation, right. it, so you got to do what they say. And if it got over, it got over. They're still, the, the, the thing is, is that there's, when it comes to that mentality, you're not, you're not in business for yourself anymore. You are, this is the top amount of money you're going to make. So it's like, yeah. you can't go in business for yourself because you can't go and leave and then go work it in a territory. These guys have to follow the fucking rules. Well, I don't even I don't even mean going into business for yourself. I'm just saying like, yeah, they keep telling me to make these silly faces. I ain't making them when I go out there. I'm going to work my character the way that I feel that it works. Triple H was king in a ring. He didn't want to wear the crown every day. So every time he went out there, he broke it. That's a different time, you know? man. I understand. I, I, I'm going to agree no, with no, I, I yeah, yeah. what I'm talking no. about. But I'm saying that that's why we end up with these situations where everybody has a little bit of job scaredness to them. You know what I mean? And I don't know, not a fan of any of it. It's a shame um, because you see a lot of great talent get wasted. But, you know, what are you going to do? This is what they want. This is what they think it should be like. And also, also, do you have, is it a a situation where you have, you know, I don't know who their writers are, but are there writers, television writers? Are there writers, guys that have been in wrestling before? Because sometimes you see, you know, what we know wrestling to be and what people who don't watch wrestling think what wrestling is are a lot of times exactly what we're looking at now. Right. Right. Where the people are walking down to the rings and somebody who doesn't watch wrestlers, wrestling thinks that this is what wrestling looks like. Right. Don't and act like not, a wrestler. Act like a real don't person. Don't act like a yeah. wrestler. Act Brandon, like a you real were, person. Brandon, you were going to make a point. Go ahead. No, Chris, now I was just going to more make a joke that is this going to be the genesis of this podcast that we decide that the WWE isn't ever coming back and we just go back to reviewing old matches. <laughs> hey. I mean, I, it's, listen, there's plenty of 
the shit out there that I actually enjoy. It's just that right now we're kind of in a lull. And I don't know what that has to do with. Probably a lot of it has to do with COVID, but whatever. Yeah, and I also, like we said, we always said, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're that whatever Vince wants the crowd the reaction to be, he just hits a button. Right, right. We've talked about you know, this. He yeah, hits a button. It's right. he has no um, organic reaction to anything, so he's like, this seems like it makes sense. Like, yeah. could you imagine people booing Oscar? Like that match was so fucking bad where she got shoved. It's just like, come on with this bullshit. Yep. But okay, so predictions: Rhea Ripley, Chris. Oh, can I also make a real quick point yeah. too? I'm sorry. Uh, we also remember they hot shotted this because of this weird. We uh, we assumed that Charlotte Flair was going to be in there. I assumed that this Charlotte weird, as well. Then this weird Charlotte Flair shit happened, and then they shoved Rhea Ripley down her throat. Yeah. She only had one match on Raw, and it was turned on Oscar in a really bad tag team match. Right. So let me just get that out of the way. Right. Uh, I think I I'm going to go with Oscar. I would imagine this was probably this is storyline wise is what Charlotte was going to do to Oscar anyway, and they just plugged in Rhea Ripley. Yeah, at a tag team, she turned on her plug in Rhea Ripley. Yeah, right. they would have turned. She would have turned on her three weeks ago, and then the contract signing or the then the the call out and the flip in the table would have been last night. Yeah, right. And then you and then you have what's going on in uh, for Mania. Brandon, I think this is going to be a really good match and inject energy into the crowd. So I, as much as we've talked about it, I do think that that's going to happen between the two people that are, are performing, and it will be fun. So that's the only other thing that I would add. Right. Who's your pick? Rhea. Yeah, I also agree. Rhea Ripley wins this. All right, let's move on. Roman Reigns. The finale. Yes. The champ versus Edge versus Daniel Bryant. A triple threat match for the WWE Universal Championship. Brandon, you're up, buddy. So we've got Donald Trump with Steve Bannon versus Joe Biden versus <laughs> Bernie Sanders. <laughs> That's this is how this feels. <laughs> this is this is how I read this. And I'm gonna oh, go boy. I don't I don't have too much to say about this, but I, I'm going to go with Vince picking Joe Biden, and Edge is going to walk away with this and, and stumble through a, a four-year term. <laughs> so we got Edge stumbling through a four-year term. Okay. <laughs> Chris, your predictions, your I, thoughts on this match. I, it's going to be amazing. So, this match is going to be awesome. So, look, the, the, only, the only poo-poo I have on this match is this is going to be after two nights of long NXT – and two nights of long WrestleMania. I'm going to be so burnt out on fucking wrestling by the time this match comes on that I'm probably not even going to watch it really. I'll probably Here's my advice. Here, just to, just to cut you off real quick. Here's my advice for people listening at home and also you guys. Just put on double time, the shit you don't want to watch. Hit that double time button. Well, I'll probably watch it live because I'm off Saturday and Sunday this week. God. Just the way my schedule played out. So I'm going to sit at home. I have I'm to watch on my ready. computer because we don't have we have Verizon at the uh, bar. I'm, so I have to watch I'm already ready. I'm ready to go. I'm going to Saturday night. I don't know. I don't know what my plans are for Saturday, but Sunday it's going to be drive to the pizza place, pick up pizza and just sit downstairs and watch wrestling. And which by I mean that is eat pizza and stare at my phone for two and a half hours. <laughs> but I'm going to get through it. I'm not going to. I'm going to watch it, but the only one I'm not Me going to too. watch live, the only one I'm not going to watch live is night two of uh, NXT because I won't be home. Right. So, but that's it. I won't be able to watch it where I'm at. So, who's your who's your pick for 
My pick is, uh, I think it's going to be Edge, but I think the main pick is is that Daniel Bryan is going to be the one that gets pinned. Oh, of course, yeah. I think D. Bryan's in there to get pinned. So Edge wins, Daniel Bryan. Brandon, you pick that as well? Yeah, I mean, you know Bernie's getting burnt out by the the, <laughs> the, the fucking conglomerate, dude. Yeah, I agree. They're coming. I also, I also predict a uh, kind of an upwards chopping slap, a super kick, and a splash from Jey Uso. Okay. Just, just saying. He's getting in there, too? He's going to get in there, maybe give him his this, and then this, and then this. <laughs> that was sla- this is the chop. I heard the slap. And then the, the kick, there and you then go. fly through the air like, yay! The, the worst part about this is that WrestleMania is going to end almost guaranteed on the least exciting move that any wrestler has ever done, the spear. The spear. Hate it. Hate it. And so many people. <laughs> it's a lame of the, All of the move. cool never shit like, that would make someone watch wrestling. You know what? Obviously, fucking Kyrie Sane's spear is amazing. Well... But Kyrie Sane Spear is also not a finisher. It's a transition move. No, it's a transition move. move yeah. And say what you will about Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg's Spear wasn't a finisher. No, he did the – yeah, move. he did the uh, – Jack Jack Ash- ah! Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. We just – we just – we just heard – we just heard an audio version of Goldberg's fucking finisher. Who's next on next? Oh, Okay, so – Chris. Also, also, we did not discuss how is Braun Strowman King going to be able to generate enough speed trapped inside of a cage oh to actually God. get that horn going. If they don't have the horn. <laughs> like, I need the horn. I can't watch fucking... I can't watch Braun, Braun matches. Strowman I, King? I mean, I honestly can't watch Braun <laughs> Strowman matches, but if they don't have the horn, I really can't watch them. I really, I apologize. I forgot to call him Braun again this week. So oh I'm my god! Do you get... think he just starts running in a circle around the <laughs> around the cage? And he builds up speed. And he goes, choo choo, Braun, and then runs over. Oh my god! I hope so. The whole fucking the whole cage blows up. I think. Listen, I think the cage is getting knocked down. I think he's going to choo 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 through the cage. Yes. Riker is going to lose more hair, and Elias's guitar will break. <laughs> and then Goldberg will come out and be like, "Ah, who's next? Your next fashion It's great sound effects. These are great. This is great for an audio podcast. I love it. I love it. Well, if it was visual, they would see that I'm actually doing doing the, the arm motion, doing the lift up, and then the come down, audio. and ah, yeah, I like that. I like the idea that he uh, choo choo choos right through the cage. Yeah, and not choo choo as in no, not not as in not, train. No, 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 not, not the rope to explode. Not C H as in Ralph Wiggum. Not C H E W. I'm talking about C H O O. As in Ralph Wiggum, I choo choo choose you. <laughs> <laughs> you think he chews C H E W through? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody called me stupid in high school, but they never seen me do this. <laughs> okay. You so know what? Smart. They're right. Like, They're right. That's how he's going to get. I was kind of stupid. Smash through it, and his feet are going to hit the ground. All right. That's all we got. We're done, right? I don't know what else is going on in the wrestling world. That's it. It's WrestleMania season, baby. Listen, it's let's get pumped up. On. We shit all over stuff. I want to be a little positive. I want to be 
excited about WrestleMania. We're going to have fun watching it. Everybody's going to have fun watching it. Yeah, we're going to yuck it up watching and it. And then we'll and then shit we're all over it. <laughs> you know, I, let me just say this again, though, because we want to be different than other wrestling podcasts. We tell you how bad this is in a fun way. Yeah, and I'm not going to... None gonna... of us are ever angry that they're putting out a shitty product. We just laugh at I don't know. I get pretty fun. angry about AEW. Oh, AEW <laughs> pisses me off. Oh God! Brandon, any final thoughts? I still want a retromania review from Chris. I'm I'm trying to get that game, and at some point we'll talk about that. All so right, let's get through. Re- we'll, keep listening. We'll get through WrestleMania, and then we'll we'll talk about that. How's that? Still can't beat the blue mini, but that's okay. We'll we'll talk later. <laughs> All right, guys. In the tutorial, but we'll get to it. All right. Thanks for joining us this week, and join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. We'll be back here next week with our big review of WrestleMania and AW and other stuff. Goodbye. Fuck it. Let's not even talk about that.